you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friend Zone. But first, let me holler at you about the way that I shave. And just to let you know, this episode of the Friend Zone is actually brought to you by the way that I shave, which is Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for niggas with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. You need to start shaving smart like me and say goodbye, bitch, to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code FRIENDZONEFREE to get the first month of your Bevel subscription service for free. Just go to G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com and use code FRIENDZONEFREE. At the checkout, get your first month free. Your head will be smooth. Everybody want to rub it. Then you'll be able to rub what you feel is smooth on them, and everybody wins. It's summertime. Go to GetBevel.com, use code FRIENDZONEFREE to get your first month for free. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Bum 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 Mr. Simmons. What up? Bring me a stack. What up? What up? Make that shit fly and I throw it back. Throw it back. Throw it back. Coming down the pole and I see my friends on. You're listening to Put the your motherfucking hands on. You make it swell. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When what, you what? come down that pole. When you come down the pole. I love them strippers. It don't never get old. Don't get old. <laughs> that shit ain't nasty. Fuck what you've been told. <laughs> I like a bitch stand up for herself that's brazen and bold. Mr. Ducey. <laughs> what up? Thank you for this show. <laughs> you got Dustin feeling ready to flow. <laughs> Every time I stop, I just go say some more. <laughs> and now it's time to start the motherfucking show. Friends on. <laughs> I love this one. And that was a good one because, that was really because good. Lord knows that I did not want to be here tonight. <laughs> Lord knows, nigga. Lord knows. I don't know what it was about the energy. But right? t- today, this Tuesday, I was being taken down. Yeah, I think but we we're back. All Probably because we had to vote today. That should have depressed anybody when you got that pool of sorry ass candidates. <laughs> and, and then when you're looking at the paper and the lady's just like this or this, and she's like, "Girl, and like, really? I, I, clearly I can do that." Bust this, y'all. So why the fuck? Tell me why when I went to vote today, right? 
So it was everybody in my neighborhood is Asian or whatever, right? And so it just so happened to be an older black lady. I voted like an old folks home. Mm -hmm. And it was an older black lady in there, right? A fly in the buttermilk just like me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. So she like, when I'm getting ready to put my ballot in the machine, she's like, well, this machine been acting up all day. I said, huh? <laughs> Give me my ballot right now. I'm going over here to this. And she, lo and she looked at me and we had but that you know, conspiratorial look. A lot look, of like... people were saying that. I saw mm -hmm. so many articles about um, poll stations that were not working. You there, was a whole, there was a whole section. In Brooklyn. Did you see that? Oh, no. I'm talking about right up the street from me when I went to go vote. They were like, all right, don't use any of the machines over there. I was what? like, this and is it was more than enough weird. people working. I was like, is there something going on over there? Mm -hmm. But I didn't use the machines over there, but I don't know about that. I don't like that. So when she told me that machine was messed up, I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> okay, let me tell you who ain't got the time. Okay, nor the place. <laughs> all right. So she fixed that real quick hey everybody <laughs> welcome to the friend zone welcome to the friend zone oh, oh. speaking of music mm. no <laughs> i'm sure you guys noticed the change this week <laughs> a little something that we decided to do to freshen up the sound and feel and look and legality of things here at the friend zone so we want to give a huge huge thank you I can't say thank you enough. Like the church people say, and if I had 10,000 tongues, <laughs> I couldn't thank you enough, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony. Yes. Louis York. Louis York. York. We have brand new theme music created specifically for us by the talented, award-winning, multi-platinum um, songer, singer, songer, songwriter, <laughs> singer, duo, songers, yes. magic maker, you know, group. Lewis York, shout yes, out to Claude Kelly. Shout yeah, out you guys to my so loves, much. Claude yeah, Kelly Claude and Chuck, Chuck Harmony for blessing yes. us. Two of the dopest dressed songwriters, singer, awesome, talented people Yay. I've ever seen in my entire life. I love, whole, I love what they're doing with the Weirdo Workshop over there, uh, Masha, Kess. Um, it's all just really, really dope. And so thank you guys so much. I do believe we're the first podcast with original music hey, hey. as our theme music created by you know award winning super producers and shit like that I ain't heard nobody else with no Claude Kelly and <laughs> Chuck Harmony shit so I just okay. want to say you know pay attention to the levels because they are there in appearance hey. and okay? if, if you are wondering yes we did it because Beyonce is dropping lemonade no I'm just kidding no, we, didn't. <laughs> we didn't but wouldn't that just be crazy though you know <laughs> that would be crazy and before we even start the show I just want to say really quick I promised my Twitter followers that I I would discuss this week's episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta on our show because I figured they should come here and listen. <laughs> it's a new season? You know, it's a new season. Uh -oh. New reason, new, new beatings, bitches. new all new of that. New beatings. Oh, yeah, new baby. Beatings, new bitches. There's been two fights already, and we're only on episode three, I believe, or four. Yep, or three. Wow. Oh, was it just four last night? Or was it just three last night? Is it all the same way. people? It is not enough. No. It's, it's a lot of the same people and a lot of a lot of new people as well. It's like when you date and you date the same type of nigga over and over again, so it'll be the same person in a different body. It's <laughs> yeah. like Mona does that with the casting. It, um, exactly. But hey, I'm entertained. Um, I just want to say really quickly, there's um, um, a producer, songwriter named D. Smith on the show who's a transgender or who is transgender. Mm -hmm. what, however the fuck I'm supposed to say it, that's what it, what she is. Right. And so she's on the <laughs> we'll show. We'll get to the comments from last and, week. <laughs> yeah, she, she's on the show and... Long story short, Waka Flocka Flame, um, who has some great music, first of all. Let, me, Waka, let Waka it be said, does, let it be known. Does. Waka Flocka has There's some a catalog. good music. There's a catalog. Um, he has this song called Going Off. That's actually the song of the week. Look up Waka Flocka <laughs> Going Off, off the From Roaches to Rolex's mixtape. But anyway. Um, I met him at the airport once on Atlanta. He's very nice. 
He seems like a really cool dude. <laughs> no, not like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just very nice, mm-hmm. very polite. Yeah. Well, that's he seems further cool. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the controversy on the show was that I guess he had made some comments that weren't too uh, welcoming of the transgender community when Caitlyn Jenner's I Am Kate show premiered. And well, you know I can't stand Caitlyn Jenner, but it ain't got nothing to do with. Well, it kind of has something to do with transgender because she should know better mm. to say some of the things that she says. And so now I should just fuck her. But anyway, he said some stuff, whatever. So D. Smith was um, was walking in a runway show. Long story short, Waka Flocka's wife, you know, wanted to court her to model some of her fashions because she has a fashion line. They end up having a confrontation about the comments that Waka Flocka made. Tammy was saying, you know, no, I think it was kind of taken out of context. What were the comments that he made? Something about a man's supposed to be a man, a woman's supposed to be a woman, blah, blah, blah. And they don't need to put that shit on TV, you know. She was saying that he was speaking as a dad and them having to have conversations with their daughter, with her daughter, who he raises, you know, and explain it to her, whatever. So she says she knows his heart. He's not a homophobic person, you know, whatever, whatever. And she really wanted to work with D. Smith even more once she found out that she was transitioning Mm -hmm. from male to female. Okay. Long story short, they end up having another argument about it. D. D Smith's female friend comes and is rude to Tammy because Tammy is friends with Bambi, who is the love of Little Scrappy's life, and this new girl and Little Scrappy have a thing going on. So she, I know, right? I'm trying to watch you keep up. You see me, right? My brain is like... I know, it's it's, it's all stupid. But so she walked into what... Here's here's what we're getting to, what Mm -hmm. pissed me off. So the girl, Betty Idol, that's her name, she walks into this meeting, this sit-down with Tammy and D. Smith, and her whole vocal agenda... Why was she there? Was she, because D. Smith didn't really feel comfortable modeling in Tammy's line because of Waka Flocka's comments. So she said, well, hey, my cute friend can just come, and I'll arrange a meeting for the two of you guys, and you can just hire her instead of me. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, because remember the cute friends, quote unquote, has a hidden agenda against Tammy because Tammy is best friends with Bambi, oh, who boy. is the love of Scrappy's life, and that's who Betty Idol is dating. So she walked in. Mona knows how to create a tangle. She walked in, I'm guns blazing you. against Tammy. Here's what I did not like. Because she really walked in with her guns blazing at Tammy. Instead of just saying, hey, I don't like you because I'm in love with Little Scrappy and you're best friends with the bitch that he's in love with, so fuck all y'all. Instead of just being honest and saying that, she begins to question, you know, rapidly question Tammy about Waka's comments about the transgender community and how that's so fucked up that he said that and she doesn't even feel comfortable working with her. And then it becomes, well, you're his wife, don't you? You obviously feel the same way. And, you know, she starts a huge confrontation with her and base, base, and blames it on that, but it really wasn't about that. So I found that very disrespectful in general. And further to that, so after they have that fight, Tammy then goes back to have another meeting with D. Smith, who now is extremely confrontational and rude to Tammy in this conversation. Like, well, you wanted to work with me, not the other way around. And I, you need me, I don't need you, and all this other shit. Just blatantly rude. And Tammy, once she starts insulting D. Smith, she immediately t- grabs her breasts. Uh-oh. She grabs her breasts and, like, shakes and her them true at D. Smith. Came out. She shakes her <clears throat> breasts at D. Smith. Now, her and D. Smith had had a conversation about how. Um, you know, D. Smith really wanted boobs. She kept bringing it up in the conversation. And she's yep. very much like, my hair is real, is yours. You know, like, that's what she said. So you just canceled your... Every credibility that we had given you, you know, saying, hey, see, those were Waka's comments, not yours. The crazy thing is that this tie... Oh, let me not say the crazy thing. The thing is that mm-hmm. this ties into... <laughs> they're not taking crazy from me. <laughs> he said they're not taking... Sorry. That's going to be a hard one for me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try. 
So the, the thing about it is, it ties so much into our conversation from last week. Yeah, 100,000%. Because 000%. you become a fake, you know, politically correct person that says all the right things. But clearly she felt how she felt because it came out in the end. Right. And that's my point. You know point. what I mean? So it's like, what yeah. would you prefer? Someone who just says the right things, doesn't actually feel that way, or someone who just says how they feel. I feel like everybody in that situation was wrong. I feel like D. Smith was wrong for being fake about it. She should have just said from the beginning, you know what, I don't like what your husband said, and, and I'm never going to be able to get past that. It's going to affect us, and I can't work with you. Right. She was wrong. <clears throat> she was wrong for bringing that girl up there who she knew had a completely secondary problem with Tammy mm -hmm. and allowing that to happen. She was wrong. The girl, Betty Idol, that she brought up there was really wrong for blaming uh, argument over some nigga shit on some gay shit, you know what I'm saying? She was wrong. Tammy, you had me up until the very end. I was like, you know what? Waka said that shit. She didn't. She, everybody's going to feel differently. I know for a fact that Tammy has some gay friends who she's close to, and I know she's not, you know, funny acting with them. They're people I respect. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, I was giving her a pass. And until the very end, and I understand, hey, you know, we arguing, so nothing's off limits. I, you know, everybody knows how I feel about that. Right. But <clears throat> it just seems like that's how you really felt underneath it all. And so yeah. I just, everybody was wrong. Right. And I feel like, how can you ask for tolerance? How can you ask for people to, you know, open their minds to certain concepts when you're bringing negative energy into the situation from the giddy up? setting up bullshit for scenes on TV and allowing that to be manipulated and, and you know what I mean, De degraded and, and shit. I just, I didn't like none of the shit. So fuck all of them. Um, I cannot wait until next week when Jocelyn comes back. I and just the 10 seconds that they showed she her, she captivated. No, she's pulled a NeNe Leaks and she's got the first half out. And I, I didn't like personally <laughs> the fact that like, we don't sit up here and say, come to our show to learn about all things PC. So that's why when it's like, oh, you're not being PC, I'm just like, well, bitch, I'm not supposed to be. Right. But the fact that, that VH1... Possible? Right. But the fact that the network was like, if you have any questions about anything under, you know, LGBTQ or whatever it was, I was just like, I'm not going to go to VH1.com. Not after that shit I just looked at. Like, they should have put up a place you can actually go to for all your questions <laughs> and concern, not go to VH1.com. That's when it was... And that was before all the shit played out. So it's like, y'all trying to act like... Hey, look, we giving y'all some characters of different, you know, communities on here. So appreciate it. And then it's some bullshit the next scene. And it's like, girl, I know this is the soaps. So y'all don't gotta get serious with right. me and doing this. I extra don't need shit. all that. Like, don't do that. Like, cause Tammy was doing the whole thing. And like you said, Tammy and even Deb, you know, we're not homophobic over here, boo. It's like, you know what, y'all not. But then Tammy, when the clause came out and she decided to go on ahead and say how she really felt, it was just like I wasn't surprised. So would you say she shook her breast? Yeah, she taunted her. She was saying something about breasts. getting her face fixed and everything. She, and oh, I, she said, I, and I, it looked like them hormones you shooting up are affecting your brain. Yeah. Oh. That's what she told And, and, and Smith sat there and was like, I'm perfectly fine, boo. I'm saying, like, and, and that right there is something that I'm not going to, I can't. We'll, we will have a really interesting episode one day, I hope, and be able to bring some people in and talk about some things. Like, that's that's what I hope to do one day. That's the wow. challenge. <clears throat> well, so, that's all. I just wanted to get, I had to get that off of me. No, it ties well, now that in, you, Yeah, now that you got that out and tied it into last week's episode, it's a good place to, you know, pass it back on over to friend who I interrupted so I could steal this opportunity and alley it back to her. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Swish. Swish. <laughs> right, so last week's episode, we discussed... How to, what is it, the the fine art of respecting everyone's triggers and sensitivities. 
<laughs> Sound effects by Dustin. <laughs> While also being authentic. I'm tired of that shit, but go ahead, though, friend. So we, you know, we had, that's what the conversation last week was about, just trying to examine the difficulties that we are each having mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. trying to be ourselves while also being respectful of everyone else. And you guys listening had a lot of awesome things to say. So we are going to share what stood out to us. Who would like to go first? I would like to go first and say that nothing stood out to me because, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What really stood out to me, and and this is no shade because I love everybody and I'm glad that we all were able to give these really different perspectives, but I love the fact that the majority of the uh, responses that I came across were like going against what we said on the show. And Mm -hmm. I actually love that because it's kind of like you really get to see, um, you know, what we think up here, kind of where we are in our lives versus how other people see it. Right. Um, So I was very, very shocked and surprised to get an email from Izzy and... um, Izzy, I'm not going to read your whole email, and it's not, like, a problem with your email. It was actually really, really cool that you decided to email us because you always talk in the comments. Because we love you. Yes, we love you. We love all you guys. So don't even title your uh, email outside the friendship circle because you're in the friend zone. (laughs) Anyway, um, he says, you guys touch on a lot of great things and brought up excellent points that I think a lot of people should consider. However, I would just like to add one point in regards to uh, what Dustin said about about checking people online. Now, this doesn't apply to everybody, but a pressing reason for why someone who belongs to marginalized group might not respectfully call out a stranger offline is because there is a spectrum of risk. Ideally, you might find someone who is understanding and willing to listen to you, but we don't live in an ideal world. And when you said, you went on to say a lot of other things, but when I read that, I was just thinking, like, most situations are not ideal anyway, but I I honestly can understand why people would be drawn to that uh, anonymity. Is that the right word? Anonymity. 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 And <clears throat> Close enough. And Anna, Annie, get your gun. <laughs> um, and Frank. Oh, God. So nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Go no, ahead. no. <laughs> Let's cut. <laughs> That's a good one. You ain't got to cut that. They know my you brand by now. It. They know my brand. They know my brand by now. That was a good one. And Frank. So nothing at all. Go ahead, man. Blank but, space. Taylor Swift. Go ahead. But it really just resonated with me that one when you said, but we don't live in an ideal world. And from that, I really had to take that I'm just going to be my black ass self as much as I possibly can. There just because go. people are going to do whatever the fuck it is that they wanted to do. And so I've decided Apparently. I've decided that I'm going to just do whatever it is that I want to do as well. Um, he even goes as far as to say it's more common you'll find someone who is immediately turned off by the criticism and scopes even if you do respectfully. Like me. And that's the least harmful of outcomes. (laughs) I mean, really, though, like when you really think about it, most people are going to be turned off because it's kind of like almost like, um, who are you to be interjecting? Absolutely. But at the same time, if you want to interject and it's something that I feel like you're doing constructively, like Izzy did respectfully in this email, then I'd be more open to it. I don't know. I ain't going to lie. I heard a little something, something up in there. I don't know. I'm I'm uncomfortable. Listen, I, I, I have decided. I'm uncomfortable. I have decided that I'm taking most of the things with a grain of salt. Because we can always respectfully agree to disagree. I got high blood pressure. I can't have a lot of salt. <laughs> That's not what you said when you had that Lowry's in your bag. Okay. Whatever. Fran, what did you find? Um, Angelique Ann on SoundCloud said, Fran, Dustin, and Asante, I learned from this episode that I care too much about what people think of me, but it comes from the desire to do better. I agree that some people call people out for the wrong reasons. I sometimes look through my Facebook waiting and expecting to be offended. I feel Mm. nervous and censored about things I might say, too. 
But I'm also aware of my privilege. I'm cisgendered, light-skinned, straight, middle-class, able-bodied, college-educated. And so I don't think it's a lot for me to respect people's identities through the way that I refer to them. So I thought that was really interesting because I I guess I feel similar about being called out. I appreciate it in the sense that it is making me a better person when I can make the correction for myself from then on. But like we've said on the show, it's more so about the intention and the delivery and the person who is correcting you. So and like we said, you know, social justice, uh, it's not just Twitter, it's internet because tumblr remember we were Man. talking about that social justice internet internet is powerful a lot of moves are being made but you know i also think that there's a way to speak to each other if we really are trying to educate and not just bang on people so i think Speaking that's, that's what i was hoping people <laughs> read her qualifications again what did she say she was the reasons that she <laughs> said it was um you know, she, she's cisgendered, mm-hmm. light-skinned, mm-hmm. straight, middle-class, able-bodied, and college-educated. Okay, so let's do a good deed here. Let's mm-hmm. hook somebody up. Did she give any contact information? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no. Did she give any contact information? No, but you okay, can find so her on SoundCloud. You can, what's her SoundCloud? Angelique Ann. Angelique Ann. That's A-N-G-E-L-I-Q-U-E-A-N-N mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. Hit her up, niggas. <laughs> Maybe even a couple bitches if y'all if that's your thing, you know what I'm saying? There you go. Hit there her you up. Go. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh well. Oh well. And I'm I've arrived at that point. There I have gone and went. There. <laughs> and I'm save gone. your email. You can save your sorry. Save your email. He's too. not gonna get it. I'm so not gonna get it. it. So moving forward. Um, but yeah, if you're interested, holler at Angelique Ann on SoundCloud. That's a good, you know. She working with something. She got it going on. So <laughs> how y'all better gratitude. get in where you fit it. This is the power of the internet. See. <laughs> to get to them fishnets. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> this is the power of the internet. So if you think that you like what you heard, holler at Angelique and hit her up on SoundCloud. I know you done turn our SoundCloud into Tinder. Right. Hey. <laughs> What's that out to you? Look at your ass. Are you doing Beverly Hills Cop? Hey, that's a Beverly Hills Cop bounce music. He's shaking in your brother, and he's shaking in your brother, and he's shaking in your brother, and Beverly Hills Cop, ha! Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, ha! Beverly Hills Cop, ha! Beverly Hills Cop, ha! Come on! Go down. What did uh? What what did you find? Well, I'll tell you what I found, and this literally was a find. Okay. Shout out to. Did you reach into your loot crate? E. Shout out to loot crate E. Moni on Twitter. Her name is at. I-I-I-I-M-A-N-I. So it's Imani with four I's at the beginning and one on the end. She sent us the cutest video ever. It says, my face during early friend zone pod. Oh, Freestyle moments. Love y'all, totally Asante, Fran, and Dustin. She made me so Look happy. Out for the she was so beautiful. She was so gorgeous. And that big cheese smile. I needed that, too. I was having a long day, so that was perfect. You came right on time, Imani. What you did was so special and wonderful. And so shout out to you because you made each and every one of our days. With you that. did. You I did. love happy people, so that made me happy. And if y'all jam to the show, if you jam to the freestyles, if you jam to just our vibes or whatever, send us videos of you watching, of you listening rather, mm-hmm. to the show. I would love to see that. Imani, you didn't start it some shit, girl. Right? Oh, I love Lord. it. And yes. also, um, the friend zone. Hashtag the friend zone. That's our official hashtag. Cause I see that some people use friend zone pod. 
some people just say friend zone so so that we can keep it in the family and find each other's um thoughts you know on the and different topics right it's hashtag the friend zone that's our official hashtag yeah so it was good to look back on the thoughts of last week and just have that conversation so you guys could get perspective of where we're coming from and it was good to see where a lot of you guys were coming from but moving uh to the future or to the <laughs> present now well the right. future when you heard this i don't know friend <laughs> give it to the people what so we talking this, about this week week's episode we are going to discuss our thoughts on cosmetic surgery. Have we ever wanted it? Have we ever thought about it? Body image, self-esteem, our appearances, your appearances. Let's talk about it all. So hmm. who wants to start? I had braces. Did you? Mm-hmm. I always wanted braces. I wanted but braces I never got too. Them. I didn't either. I had <laughs> braces when I was 12 years old because I had a, my father has a Your gap. Your teeth are perfect. Thank you, my love. Right? You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we saw like Sheree and Kim. Oh, you're so beautiful. No, you're so beautiful. No, you are. You're the black version of me. You're the white version of me. Remember that's what oh, her, my God. Kim said? Like, oh, your skin's so beautiful. Yeah, oh, your skin's, no, your skin's so beautiful. But and your skin like really is shit. beautiful and you are the shit, <laughs> yes. friend. But anyway, no, I had braces when I was 12 years old. Um, I wore them for 11 months. I had a gap in, I had a thin gap in the in my two front teeth mm-hmm. at the top and the bottom and I did not want it. Mm. So I returned it to Cinder and I asked Returned my mother, yeah, I asked my parents so for braces. Do you wear retainers still? No, I only had to wear them for like a year after I had my braces. So oh, I'm wow. retainer free. I don't have Invisalign or anything like that. Uh, my teeth were just important to me and I didn't want Bucky Beaver teeth. So I, you know, <laughs> I had to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. And I remember those nights of pain. When I get my braces tightened and sitting mm. up, you know, can't touch my teeth together. I couldn't eat Ooh. nothing but applesauce. But I knew that there was a light at the end of that tunnel. And one day, that smile will make them drop. Try! <laughs> so, so it was worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it. Was there anything else you ever wanted to get done when you looked at yourself in the mirror? Well, funny story about that. Mm-hmm. I actually had complete reconstructive surgery on the right side of my face. I was in a really bad car accident. A lot of people don't know this. Really? When was this? This is in 2005. So Whoa. four score and 40 years ago. <laughs> I was in a car accident. <laughs> Long story short, I got hit by a vehicle when I was outside of my vehicle. And I flew up in the air, crashed down on the right-hand side of my face. They, My eye socket is metal, the bridge of my nose, like, and on my cheekbone. It's all metal. What? Yeah, and so I have a scar, permanent scarring. Um, they had to rebuild that, and then they flew a plastic surgeon in from Maryland. I was living in Michigan at the time. And they flew a plastic surgeon in from Maryland to redo whatever the fuck he had to redo. And so I ended up like this. So I had to learn how to be comfortable with that scar on my face, be comfortable with the fact that my eyes were off, now mm. be comfortable with the fact that you know I, I look different mm-hmm. and I just kind of just worked it and I can remember laying in the hospital bed and my sister telling me I think you're gonna like your scar when it's all over with because you know your family know you right. <laughs> and my sister told me that when I was laying in the hospital bed mm-hmm. I had so much fun in the hospital when that happened <laughs> let me tell you like most okay. people don't know this I was flashing my sisters what? so like the whole time I, I would be like underneath the blanket to the school. yeah I would be under the blanket do. and I would like lift I would just like move the covers and have like my dick and stuff out oh and my when my sisters would turn around they'd be like oh my god I hate you so that was hilarious then, oh, yo, dead ass, they have these things that 
like they wanted the blood to like circulate, I guess, better through my legs. Mm -hmm. So they put these things. They're like electric leg warmers, and they they move like they contract. So imagine, like, I've always loved getting my blood pressure checked. Like, nobody really knows that. But that <laughs> cuff swelling, tightening, releasing, <laughs> oh, it just makes me want to pop one. And so, like, so, so I've always loved it. And so I always make the nurses laugh when that happens. I'll be like, yo, what? I love getting my blood pressure checked. Or I'll moan or something, and they, like, crack up. Yo, that is so look, So they got like, these things to make, to make like, the off. blood circulate. Th I know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, like, long-winded, but I don't care. This shit is funny. So, like, look. When to make the blood circulate through your legs, they have these joints they put on like they go from like calf to ankle. I've never so it's seen like that. a long blood pressure cuff and uh -huh. it contracts like that. On all it felt, whew, imagine <laughs> just like a never ending massage that's not too rough. It was just perfect. And so the hospital was lit, people were sending me shit baskets. With like shit in it. It'd be a basket with like a teddy bear and some shoes and candy and shit. Like it was lit. The hospital was everything. I wish I could say the same. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, so back to the center. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have had actual plastic surgery. Wow. Now, are there things mm -hmm. that I would enhance about my face? Maybe. But like I also what? don't want to look crazy. I, I would like to have um I like chiseled and fake I like like chiseled features. So I don't really know what I could do. Sometimes I feel like my cheeks look too like fat. A cheekbone implant. Yeah, I may like to get a little cheek extracted, you know? <laughs> Put it in my shoulders to make my shoulders bigger. Put I don't the know. Cheek in the shoulder. Yeah, like I don't know. You know, maybe what if they just cut from the inside? Because then that'd be like rounded, and then just like place that on your shoulder and stuff it with like some shit. Stuff, stuff it with some don't move shit. And like that's how you get new <laughs> shoulders from your cheeks. Shit. So the American Medical Association board, if y'all patent that technology, I'm coming for your asses because you stole it from me. Oh my god. So, but yeah, I, but I. Back to the center. Right? Would you only get uh, work done on your face and shoulders? No, nah, because I wouldn't mind having bigger calves. Mm -hmm. And I also I've seen, wouldn't I mind having... I remember I saw that on MTV. I think it was... I remember that remember guy that? Got, the those, guy got the calf His legs was lit after was he got them. But I would also like to have hair implants on my legs. Because I don't hair have... Hair implants? Mm, I don't have hairy legs. And I hate that because I think it would be so super sexy. And I would like to get some hair on my legs. So if it's a way they could stimulate that, I would allow them to stimulate. Mm. Chocolate chip to be exact. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know that's it. That's interesting. What about you, Asante? Um, unfortunately, I don't love myself enough to want plastic surgery. And I know that sounds that's a weird statement to make, but like you know, I feel like people that want plastic surgery, and not to be rude, but you really study yourself. You really like take the time out to know what's going on with yourself, the aesthetic. And I don't take enough time out to look at most things. So when I think of plastic surgery for myself, it's like, mm, I don't like the hospital. So, like, that's my first thought. I don't even make it to the... You need to go with me then. Uh, <laughs> Let's go in the hospital together. Hell no! Because you made all that. You made this shit sound like you was having the time of An your life. I'm part. sitting over here thinking about, like, well, you know, I'm a Grady baby, so if you're from Atlanta, you know, if you made it out the Grady, you good. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to go be in the hospital just willy-nilly. So, so I'd be thinking about just the thought of the recovery time and all that stuff. Like, when you see people do plastic surgery, that shit almost looks painful. It is. And, right. But it's also become so common now. It is. It most definitely. Like, in compar I don't know if it's in comparison or maybe people just being more open about it, but I feel like now it's, like, nothing. Yeah, it used to seem Breast, so taboo. ass, hips, nose. Yeah. Like it's, just... it's, it's nothing Cut for it. somebody to be Cut like, it. I'm going <laughs> to... Cut it. Cut it. It's so interesting. It's nothing for someone to be like, yeah, I'm going to Puerto Rico this weekend, and they come back with a new ass, and it's like, what the hell? 
what you saying? Right. But it's like, oh, you know, we do this all the time. So you know, my ass look good. You need to cut it. That's what you say after you come back from Puerto Rico with new cheeks. Well, if it look good, I would hope you don't need to cut it. No, they Unless need to cut it out. It. Cut it out. Get out of here. I'm glad there's not a fucking camera in here. Did you see that? Yeah. Look, and you liked it too. Remember, that, like... from, remember that from Full House? Cut it out. Oh, God. Why do you remember cut that? It. Cut it. Cut it. But so there's nothing you've ever wanted to get done. No, I really thought about it. When I was younger, you know, because I was young, I used to be like, damn, I wish I was tall. And I remember watching like the HBO thing or something about the, you know, the, the Asian people getting their knees done. I was like, what the hell? It was a whole documentary. What, like stretching them, yes. their legs out? It was between their knees and their ankles. Like they, they put were, a two by four in between your kneecap and your like the leg bone. Pretty much. For pretty real? much. Yeah, it's some it's so, it's some sort of like extender and splint they put in that extendo, shit. Extendo, extendo. And and splint and, and that shit make you taller, like by two to four inches or some shit. And I was like, Well, that ain't even fucking worth it. Like <laughs> when I say I want to be taller, I need, you know, at least to, to move into the you know, still. six two, six three range or some shit. I'm I How just tall are my, you? five ten. I'm oh. six one and I would love you. You can hold on for a hero in five inches if you want to. I would love just one more. One more See, six two, unstoppable. Exactly. Six three, force of nature. I wouldn't I'm be able to even you. hit it. I wouldn't even be able to hit oh, it. That's why I want them. <laughs> more opportunity to hit it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> but um, with all of that said and done, there's really nothing that uh, piques my fancy as of right now. Now, I will say when I go to the West Coast, you know, whenever I do make it, if I do see something that tickles my fancy. I will let you know what I would like to have done. Oh, because you look through they the be menu? doing shit over there. <laughs> like between, I do have some wrinkles in my forehead, so maybe I would get Botox at most, maybe. But I'd really need to read up and do my research on shit. But as far as plastic surgery going under the knife and the suction and, you know, Countess Vaughn laid up in that, that bed, oh, sore yeah. cast body. Or <laughs> Leaking. With, Countess Vaughn? Yeah, on oh, Hollywood on Divas. The, oh, no. Or even Tierra Marie on Love Hip Hop Hollywood. You know what she she pulled it, and next thing you knew, she was in all head to toe bandages. Now I'm just playing. What's she done? You know I don't know. She got she lipo. Was... Oh, lipo. She, she was there, and they were shaking her and sucking and shaking. They and like, showed she like was... the actual procedure. I was like, Whoa. No, but on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, they showed Tierra Marie's ass getting like so- hacked up because she got lipo, and they showed them hacking that fat up. But I was they like, really oh, I'm not going to. showed gonna... it. So yes. how was the before and after? A honey baked ham. <laughs> there was no difference. No. You know, things take time. It was slight. No, I'm just playing. I like Tierra Marie, so I'm yeah. not even going to do that to her. But you know, when they do that, it was cute. When they do that, don't they do it like by like region or something? So like she looks like slimmer she got in some full areas, body. but then like the neck was still kind of, you know, you can't, I don't know if you can cut the neck up or what. So mm. it just looks real proportionately, uh, oddly proportioned. Mm. What about you? Have you ever thought about getting some things done? I have. When I was younger, I wanted to get my boobs done. Bigger? Yes, mm-hmm. because I have no boobs. I mean, I won't say I have no boobs. You have some nice size. They're there, but it's you know what's funny? I actually have gotten bigger boobs with age. Really? Yes, and I should have known because my mom. Wait till you put a baby out. <laughs> oh gosh, my mom when she was younger was super flat chested, even flatter than I am, and she has huge boobs. She's like an H or something that I never even knew was possible. So I should have known genetically that there's a possibility that I would blossom late. And I've literally, no lie, at the age of like 32, got boobs. So it's crazy how that worked out. They look out. good, though. Right? They do they're, look they're good. They're decent. Your they're decent, good, right? Mama. I'm a C-cup now. They don't, I was just going to say they don't, like, you don't look flat-chested at all. It's so, I'm telling you, I'm, it's, I don't know where it came from. I mean, obviously, I've gained weight, too, with age. You know, your body starts changing. But I definitely wanted to get my boobs done. 
I went through like weird phases because I wanted to get my boobs done. Then I find like I saved up for it. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. about this was gonna happen, and then I happened to watch one of the procedures. Oh. I think it was on YouTube. I don't know. Was it YouTube? Maybe one of those. Um, one of those shows. You it know, just like came the up when it was shows. supposed to. Listen, when I saw how rough the doctors are. I don't know if you've watched the boob implants um, procedure. I watched on, the removal. Oh, my goodness. And the way they cut the nipple off and then stuff it. Like, it did something in my brain. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I would want my dark part to grow back right. <laughs> like, if they cut, because that's where they cut the titty at. Like, when they do that, they cut right at the perimeter of the dark part, mm-hmm. right? I want, you know, the dark part is important on the titty. I would want, <laughs> I would want my dark part to connect, reconnect right. Mm, it just freaked me out. And, you know, I, and I couldn't go through with it. And then there were a couple of people I knew that their new breasts looked amazing. Yeah. But they told me about the, the healing process and how long it takes. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I totally chickened out kind of trying to be something that I wasn't. I really wanted to be more proportionate because I have, like, the big booty, yeah. you know, and the, and the waistline. So I thought, man, if I had, like, big boobs, I'd be perfect. I, I see, literally felt that way, you know? I see for women how that can be, like, a thing. Like, well, so- yeah, especially because on TV you see everyone mm-hmm. with this Coke bottle figure. And damn, she got the front and the back. Yeah, I and then you hear men couple. say that, oh, usually if they have ass, they don't have tits, or if they have right. tits, they don't have ass. And I was right. like, you know what, I want both. And it was this real external pressure. But... To me, that's sort of. Have you ever seen the episode of Twilight Zone? Did you watch Twilight Zone I when you were little? Watch Twilight. Did you see the one with the pigs where they had? Don't say pigs to me after you got me banned from Netflix. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone. By the way, for all of those, for you, all of you out there that have watched Black Mirror on Netflix, you I know, know you what guys I'm talking have sent about. Me reaction gifts, and I've been on the floor. I've been banned past. from the Netflix choosing <laughs> it, of the Netflix and chill section. Uh, Thank no, you very much. No, but did you ever see? Did you ever watch <laughs> Dustin? Did you ever watch um, yes. Twilight? Did you see the episode? Okay, there was an episode. It was a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And you see I know her what you're about to say. in the beginning, she's like really pretty. This is from what I remember because this is a really long time ago. But she's really pretty and she's like on a surgery table. Then when the doctors and nurses come in, they have these pig faces. And they're so grossed out by her face. And they're like, oh, you have to get this fixed. And the whole show is basically showing how this beautiful woman found herself so ugly and all the pig faces around her were like the norm, quote unquote. And so she was getting the surgery done to have the pig face. And in the end, like, they totally reconstructed her face. And then she had a pig face, but then she was unhappy. And then they were all happy because she finally looked, quote, unquote, normal. And that episode always stood out to me because it was, it to me, like, even the need for me to have boobs and <laughs> wanting to fix these things, it wasn't, like, a thing that I grew up feeling I right. needed. It was, like... You see media, you see men saying this would face. make you perfect, and then all of a sudden it was like, I need to be perfect. So the only reason, this is going to sound so terrible and I can't say it without laughing, the only reason I know what episode you're talking about, because mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but this is a long time I ago. remember it because when Renee Zellweger's, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I was like, oh my God. When when she revealed her face recently over the past, like, what, month or, well, no, it was six like months. a year ago. It, no, no. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it, it never, it was always, like, her face, and then it only got discussed, like, maybe a year ago. But, like, six months ago, maybe three to six months, it came up again. I guess she... Ooh, what is it that she did? I don't know. Fucked her face up. She looked terrible. Oh, Great. she got, like, surgery done? But, you know, yeah. Kid Fury said she looked like chewing gum. <laughs> Oh, no. 
But you know, her face has always looked like, you know, her face. And so she went and got work done. Oh, Again, no. well, I, I don't know if her she had already had work done, and that's why she looked like that. But she kept getting the work done because, you know, people were like, oh, Renee Zellweger always be looking like that. So she kept doing it, and she'd just be looking like that she now. She looked like Lil' Kim. She don't even... But even Lil' Kim, like, that makes Renee me Zilberger sad. Because I hair, wonder though. what was the process that Lil' Kim went through to start thinking her face was... Because she was beautiful. She was. She was gorgeous. Lil' Kim messed that up. Oh, my gosh. She was so I miss her. And talented. It makes me sad, too. It's pitiful now. Yep. When I see her now, I'll just be like, damn, she pitiful. But I wonder how she feels. I really do. Pitiful. Every time I see her, I think when she looks in the Say mirror, like... I don't know. But that's the thing I wanted to mainly focus on for today's episode. Because i that's the thing. So when I was saying I went through my evolution. So mm-hmm. then once I felt comfortable with myself, I was like, you know, surgery sucks. Like, you should love yourself. But then there are people that really have issues with things on their bodies, whether it's their nose, their face. So who are you to really tell someone, like, you shouldn't get that done. You were made by God. If it's something that bothers you. And I have had friends who have gotten such amazing work done. Like, I mean, their noses look amazing. Their boobs look amazing. Or maybe they got their waist cinched, new asses. You name it. I've Mm -hmm. seen work that it made me second guess it where it's like, okay, how could I tell you that that wasn't worth it? Because you look amazing. Mm -hmm. But I guess what it comes down to is why you're doing it. And for me, I would hate to do something just because, you know, of the pressure of being more mainstream. So is there any surgery that you would get now, though? Honestly, no. I, I... And and when I was younger, I never thought of myself as, like, pretty or beautiful. That just wasn't in my thought process. Because, like I've said before on other shows, my family always kind of viewed me as, like, the black, ugly duckling. Because <laughs> they're all really light-skinned. Yeah, I was going to say you were Which so I know dark. for me, people must be like, Fran, you're light-skinned. But I'm black in mm-hmm. my family. Remember, for, it's yeah. all relative. Um, especially when you're from the islands. But um, in my family, I'm really dark, and everyone has really straight hair. They're very boob-heavy, too. They're top-heavy. So I grew up with a whole different ideal of what beautiful was. Meanwhile, you was fine as hell. So that's what I want to know. <laughs> when did it click for you where you was like, okay, pause for the but You cause. know what's funny? I never, I would never, I won't say I had low self-esteem growing up, but I just never really... I just I was always prided myself on just being cool. Yeah. When did you it figure out that guys thought you were thing. pretty? Um I don't know. I think maybe college or after college mm-hmm. when I got into the workforce. And you said, okay, <laughs> all right. But you know what's funny? I've got because I was always such a tomboy, and then right. when you were in the workforce, <laughs> you put on so your Kate Hill, <laughs> push up, Mama. Okay. Business suit, <laughs> pants, power suit, no Hillary. <laughs> Little cardigan B, okay. Cardigan, no Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Can't with y'all. No, but you mm-hmm. know, I told you guys straight out of college, I was working for a politician. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to Ooh, be so you the sort of power. Oh, they, and they real, yeah. they real well, you nasty, was nasty too. You, you know, was on your Olivia Pope, wasn't I, you, yes, girl? Yes, I was. And I had the heels, the, like mm. the power suits. I really thought I was doing something. They was looking at you because you know, ain't nothing nastier than a politician. Politicians, <laughs> they being all kind of freaky shit. They always getting caught. So that was when I started, I think, blossoming into my womanhood and Mm -hmm. just feeling really comfortable with my position and my understanding of life. So everything started changing. But I really will say in my 30s, which is why I tell people, 
yeah, aging is scary. Hitting your 30s is like, ugh. I remember crying that night. But it's actually been really great because I feel like I am so much happier, so much more comfortable in my skin. You know, you're never going to be beautiful to everyone. I think everyone... Um, it's all relative. Everyone has experienced... I've experienced where people have found me so beautiful walking down the street, they'll stop and, and like, in awe. But I've also experienced people who haven't even turned their head when I walk into a room. Like, oh, just another light skin. Yeah, like, it, you, to you. some people, you're... <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> <laughs> they was looking... They was turned around. <laughs> to some, like, you, you'll you be... You'll right. be everything to some people. You'll be absolutely not even noticeable to others. And I think True. the key is to not allow your self-esteem to be toggled based on what people think or not. Because, listen, you are going to be unhappy. <laughs> If you base it on that. That's, you're right about really, that. Really, really yeah, real. Yeah, so for me, I think what's made me even more beautiful is that I am so comfortable in my skin. And when I walk into a room now, I really don't care if people think I'm beautiful or not. Like, I, I'm so happy with myself. Mm. Now, mm. Is, is a lot of that, does that stem from you just taking the time out <laughs> to really put together the pieces of, that are friend? Like, you really just sat there and was like, you know, this is me, and you just kind of worked on yourself and dealt with that. Is well, yeah, that- my self-esteem has been more so based on what I can contribute to the world as opposed to, like, how cute I look in an right, outfit. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I know my worth in the sense that I know that I'm providing perspective and conversations and I'm helping shift the culture with other people that are you know interested in shifting the culture so I'm I pride myself on my role in the world not saying that I'm Oprah or anything but I know considering where I came from and all the stuff that's happened to me in my life for me to be where I am I'm so thankful and happy and proud and there's so much pride and I wake up every day like man you are really out here pushing every day to just be so much better. And to me, honestly, that has allowed me to, you know, when I walk into a room, people will be like, I love your energy. You Mm -hmm. have, like, such a light. And that actually means more to me than people being like, you're pretty or not. Like, I I love that people feel a way when I walk into a room. I always say, walk into a room and change the temperature. Like, that is my goal. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's why me and you is sister and brother. Because I feel the same way. Walk right. into the room and change the temperature. It's and true. It resonates. It's a real thing. It resonates. And that. it comes from you. You're the one who decides that. You walk into a room and change the temperature. How many people have you been attracted to that weren't necessarily universally beautiful, but there was something about them that you're like, I don't know what it is, but I cannot stop looking at this Them be person. the best ones because you can't never stop, you know, <laughs> they'll be the best ones. <laughs> Because they get you every time. <laughs> they get you every and time. And you know what? I've always been someone that's an energy person. I love a man that, like, I'm just staring at him and I'm just like, what is it? I don't know. And you just have to know more. As opposed to the typical cute boy that you're just like, okay. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. But I think for... I think the reason that I've become a little bit more open to plastic surgery is because what you do with your inside, I think sometimes people see that and they want that on the outside, like that instant gratification. Right. Kind of that we always go back to because you can be fine as hell and walk into the room and change the temperature. So you might be thinking like, all right, if I get, you know, that little piece taken out my nose, that Botox with wrinkles, like I'm going to change the temperature when I walk into the room. But I get that. It really resonates that you take the time out inside to figure out if you would even need or want that Botox versus just being like, all right, well, this is me and 
I'm gonna just put my activated charcoal and I ain't even gotta put up with no makeup. Like it's like, you know, yeah. you have these really I, cool trade-offs. I don't see anything wrong with plastic surgery done the right way. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I don't see anything wrong with no, somebody. I've seen some amazing results. I don't see anything wrong with somebody saying, hey, I, I, I would like for this part of my body to look this way and going to get it done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that to me. I don't think that it is self-hatred. I don't think it's any of that. Sometimes people just want a certain thing to look a certain way. Yeah. Kylie Jenner. Say what you want. She needed them lips. The crazy thing is <laughs> Kylie's dip change has been like, whoa. She needed like, she the lips, amazing. She She's needed part them of the, lips. Yeah, she looks amazing. Her I lips look like a book. Did before. they change over the next, like, over the past, like, week? Well, her whole face, though. Like, her jaw over structure. The past week? No, no, I don't know about the past oh, week. I was going to say, damn. No, but just her whole <laughs> face. and But that's what I'm saying. Like, I've seen some amazing results. Especially, like, seen... I've mentioned the Korean um, surgery websites. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. If you looked the before and after, Yo. it's, like, totally different people. So, with that, how can I tell you, like... Like, no, you shouldn't do it. You're the one that looks in the mirror and has to be happy. Right. Only thing is that I would suggest, obviously, to really sit with yourself before you get it. Because I also have seen, and this is from experience with people I know, that they got it done and weren't happier. Mm-hmm. And were actually extremely depressed because the procedure that they swore up and down was going to change some shit. It made them look absolutely crazy. Absolutely did not. No, they looked great. Oh, but they just didn't feel It dip- didn't yeah. change anything. Yeah. Like, you've seen people who have lost a lot of weight and then aren't happier for right. it and then they kind of get mind fucked because it's like, damn, I swore if I lost this hundred pounds. Like Star Jones. Because it, <laughs> because it had nothing to do with the <laughs> weight and everything to do with just their self-esteem problems, and you could like nothing was gonna change that if they didn't work at it from the inside. I'm <laughs> Nene clock star Jones with that. I'm sorry. Now I talk about Nene, but y'all know it's a love hate thing because I really used to now, love her. Now where's Barbara Walters? And she's right. Nene clocked it. She told us, and she's still big on the inside. Oh no, Nene she clock, said she that. She clock star about that weight. Yeah. No, but seriously, that's something that you know is important, and I think a lot of people go through it, which is why I think it makes sense. Yes, like I said, if you want to change something, you have more than the right to do so. But sit with yourself for a while before you do that so that you won't go through that process of regret. Because once you regret it, you can't go back. Like getting a tattoo. You can just... That too. Like, to me, it's just about being realistic, right? Like every building, every residential building you go into, right? Everyone, I don't care where you are within reason, it's going to have a mirror somewhere, right? (laughs) So there's an opportunity for you to look in that mirror and say, okay, you know what? I'm going too far. I'm starting to look a fool. You know what I'm saying? I look like a jack-o'-lantern. Let me go ahead and, you know, get this together. Let me stop with the surgery. You're going to end up like... But we assume that they can Well, they need to see it. And that's why, on a petty note, sometimes it's good to go on Twitter (laughs) and let people have it because (laughs) they need to get the point. Prime example, K. Michelle, right? You might end up like K. Michelle, who looks like them bottles of apple juice that they used to drink on the Cosby show. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> she looks terrible, right? And now I see her talking shit about how she's about to get her ass, you know, reduced or deducted or, you know, what, burn a little bit off or whatever the fuck they do to it. But at the point little, is that, you know, yeah, the point is that, you know, she looks like a turnip. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> oh and, and, and she went too far. Somebody should have told her, K. You look like a buoy. You but need isn't to stop she reversing doing this. it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She has to, though. Right. And it's because she's going too far. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, you have to be realistic. But she's about lucky that she got a procedure she can reverse. Yeah, well, I'm surprised, mm. you know. 
But I guess that even that information made it way over to Dumbbell. And she knew to say, okay, well, let me just get a fat transfer. Because I don't credit her with being smart enough to, like, know to get it that way so that she could fix it later. Right. Somebody, <laughs> a doctor probably just looked off her like, this bitch ain't even going to check the application. Let me check for her. Let me make sure we give her the fat transfer. Cause she ain't going to know to do it herself. But my point is, you can go too far with the surgery and end up looking like her, like a, you know, a, a recliner or something. So you want to make sure that, you know, you do it, you know, reasonably. Yeah, and I, st- yeah. I actually saw a lady in my building just this week, and she got her um, ass done. And y'all, <laughs> it is so huge mm-hmm. that it doesn't even look humanly possible you know you and didn't it, have to get in the elevator it did, did you no 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 it was in my courtyard <laughs> look like she's camping like she got a backpack with a sleeping bag at the bottom just, no but it amazed <laughs> me because I thought like <laughs> the external pressure that she felt to get <laughs> we gonna get to this <laughs> I couldn't I'm sorry I tried I, I'm sick of that shit these motherfuckers getting them big stupid asses but it made like me wonder camping. like sorry, is she looking a man really like this like it makes me sad purposes. that external pressure that's true we don't know what she does I'll be wondering if she can sit back how do they ride the train? Because it's like everywhere you go, you're sitting up because your ass is in the way. Man, it was can't... like uh, unbelievably huge. But like I said, like there's, I honestly don't feel that there's anything wrong with wanting surgery. You know, I think a lot of people are open to it. But I just, for me, I'm thankful. I should say that I never got anything done because those were at times of, in my life where I was so unsure of myself right, right. and so like allowing of people to tell me whether I was beautiful or not. So imagine if I had gone through with all the things I wanted to change just because people felt I should or for me trying to fit in. When in reality, what does that even mean? Like a lot of my friends that have gotten work done to be more mainstream because they're actresses or actors or, you know, in music videos, dancers, whatever the case is. But it's like mainstream is constantly changing. Because remember, Always. even like before, Big Ass was not in. It was mm-hmm. about being, you know, svelte and thin and all these things. And now it's in. So what happens at the next, you know, evolution of whatever is in? Then what are you going to do? You Are you just constantly going to readjust your beautiful body to fit into what, you know, the outer world wants? I personally, imagine me, even just as a YouTuber, all these beautiful girls with makeup and weave and, and here I am like bare face with lip gloss or whatever. It takes a lot to feel comfortable being that way. And I still get comments. I told you guys, the girls like, you would look so pretty with, you know, a little mascara wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all, I'm not hurt and though. you don't even need I'm sorry that. that you feel that right. way. Like I am completely comfortable being bare face. You know why? Because then when you see me in a magazine with a beat face, there's no lies. Mm-hmm. You knew what I look like. You know what I look like when I beat face. You're getting the real, all angles. You meet me in person. There's no, oh, damn, she looks different, <laughs> which happens with a lot of YouTubers who know yeah. how to angle themselves. <laughs> they know the right lighting. Then you meet them in person Get and you're right kind of shocked. Box. Catfish. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, in... <laughs> I hate y'all. So with me, <laughs> it's like I'd rather give you what it is. You know, and then if I end up doing projects where they make me look quote unquote prettier, that's cool too. Whatever. But right, I'm it's like totally you comfortable. Dress up for a day. Yeah, I'm You're totally comfortable with with who I am. And I just wish that everybody would kind of find that first and then decide if you want yeah. to make any changes for yourself. But definitely, like I said, I've seen people regret it and that's the worst when you can't go back. Because once it's, once it's like, been cut, it's been cut. Right. And you know? And that's it. that. Cut it. 
cut it. And my fear is my mama and daddy won't even recognize me if I was to get something done. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine going home and they're looking at you like, oh, your face is You ringing the doorbell for 10 minutes and all you see is the blinds opening up. Right. Right. Like Who I, the fuck is on the front porch? Like, I've already been losing weight, so like I know my mama hugged me. She like, you need to eat. But like to go in with something done, it's gonna be like, mm-mm. She like, you can't even come in here. Are you trying to sell me something? I don't understand. Right. And just when you want to get something done, think of that pig face episode. You know, this beautiful woman got her face turned into a pig just because everyone else looked like a pig. That's how I feel. I, that's what I think I would feel like if I went to like the Republican National Convention. Right. I feel like I'd be like, I'm in the pig face room. <laughs> Somebody give me a pig face now. Yeah. Never mind, no. <laughs> that was a good little conversation about things. About things. So the takeaway is love yourself. Okay? Right. The takeaway is love yourself is... before you cut yourself. Oh there you yes, go. there we go. You need to cut it. Okay. That That's actually perfect. Moment. There's that no, nothing perfect. else we could say about that. This week's episode of the Friend Zone is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription service that's got really, really cool items in it, some cool geek shit, some cool gamer shit. With all the new shows out there, you're destined to get an awesome T-shirt, cool button, something to really accessorize your situation. You get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, any sorts of cool collectibles. If you like keychain collecting, do that shit too. But if you want to go and get the sale, it is at www.lootcrate.com slash friendzone and use the the promo code friendzone and you'll get $3 off any new subscription. When you get your loot crate, send us a photo. Something cool, though, not something crazy. Or right. if it's something you want to give to me, also email the show, and I'll send you the email where you can send that. <laughs> but just get your loot crate and see what you want out of it. Let's get back to the show. So with that being said, shall we move forward to today's wellness segment? Yes, we should. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Friend, what you got for the people this week? So I wanted to talk to you guys this week about productivity. Mm. Because I... Productivities. <laughs> so the wellness segment is about plastic surgery again, too. Huh? No, not those. Oh, okay. Productivity. Unless you're going to tell people about chicken cutlets. Unless you're going to cut it. Oh, my God, no. That's funny. You know I had to take... Everyone went to the chicken cutlet. I had to take somebody to get their first chicken cutlets. I said, I'm not this kind of (laughs) gay. I shouldn't have to do this with you. (laughs) You are funny. No, but I... People have noticed that I have been... Not only have we been knocking these episodes out every Wednesday, but I have also been knocking out my YouTube episodes every Sunday. And they're amazing. Do your homework. Do your friend work. Right? And those of you who didn't know that I have a YouTube channel, it's youtube.com forward slash heyfriend. Hey, you'll find a lot of the wellness segments that I've done even on this show, but it'll be from a visual standpoint in case you're more of a visual learner. Definitely check those things out. And she finds beautiful she is. She finds y'all. Hey, you might see her in the morning and be like, hey, friend. Hey, you're be like, hey friend. Hey. <laughs> People are going to think I pay y'all to be this nice to me. But... Until they see your video. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's for real. <laughs> <laughs> But people have been, um, I've been on Snapchat kind of talking to people about my difficulties with being productive. Because when you're like this creative and a free spirit, a lot of things that are pros in being a free spirit and creative can also serve as cons. Because I don't like being scheduled. I'm someone who even being told what to do at a certain time of day just doesn't really fit my personality like, ha, type. Ha, ha, yeah, right. Right, like I've never, <laughs> which is why even with nine to fives, I've oh, I was always late. You On know, purpose. like just y'all right, don't yeah. own me. It just never worked for y- my personality type. So even, but the problem is with being an entrepreneur and being a creative, 
you can't necessarily run off of that personality type because mm. you won't be as productive. And I had always struggled with that. Not so much that I'm lazy, but I'll say that I just didn't create a schedule that was uh, going to allow me to push through my moods. Mm-hmm. You know, because even because I'm the kind where if I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to create anything. I just want to have my bad day and kind of get through it. But I'm learning that life is just so up and down. If you base it on that, then you're really not going to create as much as you should be. The show must go on. Yeah. So one of my goals this year was to learn how to produce and create content regardless of what's happening in my personal life. Because I had a really rough year last year and my content totally took a backseat, which is awful because now that I'm having like a greater year, I look back like, damn, all that time oh, wasted. Man. That's okay. That's okay. You yeah. were true to yourself though. No, I tried, you yeah. know, and but I realized it. And remember I mentioned this in the Katy Perry uh, movie that I did see. Yeah, she when did she see it. was in her concert and I think she was going through her divorce and she was like crying, but then and she then still had to perform. But I admire that. I admire it. Not saying that you should ignore how you feel. I've never gonna uh support that obviously but i do think it's important to push because Mm -hmm. then when you look back you're like wow you're proud of yourself almost for finding the strength even when you feel you didn't have it so what i've done for this year is in hopes of not you know succumbing to confusion and pain and depression and sadness and still having content done is that now every sunday i sit and i tell myself what do you have to make What do you have to do this week to have the most productive week? And I write down all of my goals for the week, whether it's and keep it as as small and detailed as laundry. Maybe there's something you have to take to the cleaners, certain things you've been saying you're going to buy and you just haven't gotten around to it. Just <laughs> why are you making that? No, I'm, I have questions, but I wanted yeah. you to finish first because I was going to be like, do you map it all out for the entire week? Do you yes. do your day by day for every well, week? Well, here's what I do because I me. am a free spirit. What I do, what I have found works for me is that I'll say everything that I need to do for the week and then I'll put in the specific days that it fits in. But when the day comes, if I feel like mm, I didn't really want to do that, I'll toggle it. So I allow room throughout the week to change the days that things get done but I still have to make sure to show up and do everything that I say I have to do and because mm. that's been my biggest struggle as a creative as a person in general so now what I do is let's say I'm like you know we know that we record on Tuesdays obviously that's blocked out right we know that the episode has to be promoted on Wednesday mornings that's obviously blocked out now I've created where Thursday mm. is where I film for my YouTube and then Fridays where I edit and then it gets posted on Sunday, you know, so it's like I just have it scheduled so that it gets done. And then the hardest part is just showing up, doing it, saying mm. what you said you were going to do. And I've found that scheduling myself has actually been amazing. Every Sunday night, I'm just like, OK, friend, what's going to give you the most productive week possible? What do you have to get done? And type it out, like literally type it out and then post each day as it comes, you know. You know what I thought that you were going to say your wellness segment was going to be? Mm-hmm. Get an Apple Watch because <laughs> I literally just this past week started saying, you know what? I need to like update my calendar like because I have this fucking watch on my wrist, which was an arm and a leg <laughs> that I have to pay for. Um, thanks for being Because you have great you. friends. I have great friends, <laughs> yep. Um, I thought to myself, I need to be more productive. And since I have this you know, device, even though it's fun for all the fun stuff, I need to be productive and have my calendar 
you know, right there all the time. So this productivity is right on time. That's why I was looking at you like, okay, well, how do you do your list? Because I need to know the sauce for my damn self. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, some people I know work better with digital things, like with their phones. Some people need calendar alerts and have it set. Right. And that, and if that's your personality type, excuse me, that's fine. But I'm actually someone who needs something more concrete, like in my hand. Like, I like waking up and seeing something in front of my face, like on the wall, that's like, yeah. okay, this is what needs to get done on Monday. Because then... I'm a, I've always been a list person. Even my mom always says since I was little, like, I always just had lists. Like, I need blue jeans. I need sneakers. Mm-hmm. Like, and lists think, and then cross them out, like, lists, obsessively. Lists is one of the, like, the habits of highly effective people and stuff. Right. Like, I've met people, they're like, I Daily have to make a list lists. for everything. So, L- I've obsessed with lists since I was little. So that, for me, is why, even to this day in the digital age, I still need to print things out so that, or even write it out, whatever. You just write out a list and put it somewhere and just yeah, so and then cross it off. Cro- I enjoy crossing things out. You do like, a little dance a every time you cross something out? <laughs> no, but jig. it's a high, you know, because I feel like, okay, you're being productive. productive. Because right. I, that's what I was going to say is being a free spirit is awesome, but I've learned that when I end the week, like Saturday night, and I look back and see like, wow, you knocked out this podcast episode you knocked out this youtube episode you know your site was updated with cool curated health content three days three days out of the week like i just feel so happy and obviously the biggest part of the show is us trying to figure out how to stay as happy as possible obviously Mm -hmm. not happy all the time but as possible and a big chunk of that is just feeling like i'm getting shit done i agree Right? It just feels nice. It does. You feel, like, accomplished. You feel like you're making a dent in the world. Like yeah. you, you know, and even if, you know, I'm really hard on myself. I'm, like, my biggest critic. I'm always pushing myself. I'm a total overachiever. But I always tell myself, like, you're making strides. Just focus on it week by week. You know, I've learned to not look at the picture too big because sometimes you can overwhelm yourself but lately I've been taking it week by week and it's been amazing because the longer you think it's almost paralyzing like when I think like what I want to get done for the year then I just get like (sighs) so much stuff but now it's like okay what do you want to get done Monday through Friday now here now right now I feel the exact same way Mm -hmm. I agree that like I'm an overachiever I try to be my best do my best what can I do to be productive? Making lists, you know, You're a doing list things. Oh, absolutely. And doing things that get me closer to my goals. You know, what am I trying to accomplish? I'm trying to make a dent in the world. Mm-hmm. All of that. I think that way when it comes to like my hoes. And so everything that you said, <laughs> friend, everything that. that you said, friend, like seriously, like on a petty note, no, but I a real it. petty note. Make a list when it comes to like your dating life. It and makes your so much sense. Okay. No, you tell what me. do I want to do this week? I, I want to do this. listen to Destiny. There you go. <laughs> okay. What I do I want to do this. this week? You know, I would like to have sex with three people, or I would like. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what do I want to do this oh, I'm week? I'm sitting here like taking notes. I'm like, what okay. do I want to do this week? You know, <laughs> like right, right, right. <laughs> I want to make this person get to know me better. I want to do this. Okay, write the list. How am I gonna get there? Well, on Monday. I'm going to circle around their job. On Tuesday, I'm going to call them 17 times. On Wednesday, I'm going to send their mama an email. You know, on Thursday, I'm going to pull their pants. You know, you you, you have to, like, have a list. A plan of You action. have to have a plan. So everything you said, okay, about making the list, about trying to be your best self, about waking up happy because you know that you're making an impact and a dent, okay? It's true. We've said it before where attention flows Blood and, flows. Right? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, where attention where attention goes, energy flows. So what hey. I wanted to create out of myself is 
if I'm saying I want to be a dope YouTuber, if I'm saying I want to be a dope podcaster, like is, is saying it is cool, but actually putting it down and saying what are the steps to make me that and then actually knocking them out on a weekly basis has been so helpful for me. Because like mm. I said, I do not like schedules, but you got to grow up at some point and be like, yeah, but if you're trying to hit these goals, girl. Or hit these <laughs> <laughs> you know, or hit these hoes. If right? you're trying to hit it, you know, y'all better listen to friends <laughs> and schedule yourself accordingly. People don't understand. You schedule your sex life. Right. That's all I'm saying. And honestly, th- that goes hand in hand with all sorts of productivity. Whenever you just like say something Even or write chores. it. Anything. 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 Because when Dustin put it full circle for the hoes, I was thinking like, damn, like even when you're trying to get to know someone. There's something about writing it down. It's just something about making that list or just having the, the checks. And not the body counts. That ain't what we talking <laughs> no, about. No, we're not, not talking about List. I mean, unless you're in a phase and you're wondering about some things, you can apply. I feel like this can be applied in any different aspect. Like, it's almost like a science and math. You know, I have the list. I can just make a list of whatever it is I'm trying to achieve or I whoever can do my, it is. Or whoever. Or like, you know, I'm doing my journal. Whenever you just kind of write something out or you kind of have that time to examine it, it almost makes it better. And then we can cross it off and say, done. Right? It's like you it have that sense so of completion. And right. You've just like checked on something. You can accomplish anything. It's like when you get through something bad, it's yep. like, all right, I made it through that. You're right. And you're trying to get them back. So you make a list <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to call their job and tell them they're stealing or something. You know what I'm oh saying? You do, God, you do what you got to do to get them back. You make a list and you feel accomplished after you cross that list off. That's why. Now, I, that's the list. If you check something off of that list, friend. <laughs> Ultra light beam smile. Ultra listen, light and beam. lists are so good that even vicarious lists are good. That's why when you're like, you know, get them again. Mm-hmm. Get them for me. Get them for me. Get them again. <laughs> it's like, you know, something just happened. Maybe so. Never mind. Never mind. Like, we, <laughs> uh, but I just hope oh, that Remy. that could help you. Maybe if you are a creative who has been struggling with getting the most done on a weekly basis, write it down and show up. Yes. It's really all it comes down for yourself. to. For yourself. Been, you show up for yourself. Yeah, and you for guys yourself. know, if you've been following me for a couple of years, you know I've struggled with YouTube and getting stuff out. But And obviously, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I am really... is This year, my goal was to be as productive as possible. So hopefully, let's work together in pushing our product out, whether you're a writer, a painter, um, even if you just have even- your... I, I'm go sorry, because I, no, go I got to testify, friend, because you, off, you, yeah. you just hit something. Get it mm-hmm. off, yeah. If, now, if you look at my notes, because yes. I'm, I'm the type of person, like, not to say that I'm broke, but me and my monies, you know, it gets spent where it needs to be spent <laughs> or where I want to spend it. But this was the first year I sat down and said, I'm getting rid of as much debt as possible. And you've been and doing I, it. I, I literally sat down with my notes and I said, this is how much I make, this is how much I want to make, this is how much I want to pay for rent, and this is how much I need to pay for bills. And I just said, all right, let me get these bills out the way so I can start lining other and stuff up. And it's because you made it a priority. You organize it and you, se- and you set the you intention. Focus. Right. The setting the intention for the year, which is... Something I think is really easy for us to put in the back burner because, you know, on day to day, you have so much going on. But Mm -hmm. that's why you have to carve out the time for things on a daily basis and really structure it. I promise you, it it has been life changing. Like, I'm almost mad at myself that it took me this long to realize it. But like I say, you are where you are. I realize it now, and that's great because now I think I'm most likely. No, let me let me change that. I am going to have the most productive year. You are going to have it. Say that you are. I totally am, and I'm going to reap the benefits. We all are. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Okay. Let me lead y'all in praise. Lead us. Look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, "Say neighbor, neighbor, we are going to make it. We are going to make it this year. Year. I said. 
This here year. This here year. Not not every other year. Not not every other year. Have we been successful? Have we been successful? And our intentions. And our intentions. Of making it. I don't think y'all understand me. Let me repeat that. And our intentions. And our intentions. Of making it. Of making it. See, God will have a way of telling you sometimes. Tell the people. He'll let you know that your intention will change. Tell them. All right, out there. It'll change. You have to be ready to interpret the change. Now, I want y'all to... What do you what do you do with your hashtags and your tweets, whatever it is that you young people do? I and don't if know. You, y'all, and if you feel like you have to get ready, do that. don't forget you need to stay you, ready. You must stay ready. That's <laughs> because in the if Bible. you stay ready, hey, you'll never have to get ready. How? And if you have to never get ready, get ready. Then you're gonna be ready. Be ready. So stay ready. He's ready. There we go. <laughs> Amen. That's right. <laughs> Look, y'all. So friend, I hope that was helpful. It was right it, already. Because my life has changed with it already. My life has changed with changed with it. I felt like I had to push that message forward in hopes that maybe you needed it. So if you were looking for a message, that was it. Yes, Let's keep it was. producing. Let's keep pushing. Let's be great. Let's stop wasting time criticizing other people's work. And let's create, create, create. What right. we need Yay. is more people creating yes. and less people criticizing. Because yes. that's what we need. Criticize yes. their mama instead. If, <laughs> if you have a criticism and you feel like you can contribute, contribute. Yeah, you know what? You that's criticize. actually a good point, too. Someone asked me. Well, the things that you don't like, well, you just don't speak on them. No, you know what I did? I created a brand that filled in what I thought was missing. (laughs) That's it. And that's it. (laughs) So I use my quote-unquote criticism of others and I turned it into a lifestyle that I felt I could do better. And that's that. And if you do that, that's how you actually excel as a person without having to knock anyone. Fill in the blanks. You think someone sucks at this, that, and the other? Fill in the blank. How can you do it better? Then go do it better. Kill it. Be great. Create. Preach, friend. Be, listen, <laughs> evangelist. Listen, listen. Evangelist. Did hey, you hear it? Hey. Did, now, be that's great. A, now, y'all know. Listen, be great. Create. Y'all that's know how it. I feel about it. <laughs> Sante done walked out the city. Okay. He going to join your church like I am. That's what it is. Like, damn. That's the answer, man. Friend. We need like, more happy people out we here. We need more happy people. We do. Be great. Create. <laughs> He done came back. Hey. Rotate. So that's it for this Rotate. week's wellness segment. Notate. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's icebreaker. What do you guys have for us? Icebreaker. You, you got, got the best of me. Hey. And I just keep on giving you exclusively. Oh, my God. Oh, Did y'all see Mariah post a picture no. of Bianca? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With that Wasn't it on? in the icebreak? Icebreaker. The heartbreak. <laughs> you hear me? Wasn't it in the heartbreak video where she was two different people? She yes. was like Bianca. Eva- the Eva, dark hair. Oh yes, Eva Mariah. She posted it. She picture. did it again. Yes, you gotta go doing, to her Twitter. Wait, is she doing it for a video or something? I don't, I don't know. know. It was just a picture. Like she said like Bianca's back or something, and it was her in a leotard with the black wig. I was like, look oh, at you. No. And she had eyeliner on like Nicki Minaj, but she hated her though. <laughs> Moving forward, um, so <laughs> this week's icebreaker is coming to you from Dustin Ross. That's right. So we are gonna pass the icebreaker to the left. Let me try. You got that breaker, make the ice just break. You got that breaker, make it rock. Yeah, this is the musical episode, and I'm going to tell y'all why, full disclosure. Oh, shout gosh. out to Tax Stone. Tax Stone. Shout out to Jenkins. Shout out to Tax Stone, our, our network label mate who Beloved. we like. Mr. Beloved himself. So excited. Mr. We have Beloved. Fun. Right. Mr. Beloved. Beloved. I'm going to start calling him that Mr. Beloved. What's going on, Mr. Beloved? <laughs> We're fortunate enough to get to laugh and talk shit with Tax Stone in the studio very frequently. And today, he tag. sponsored our show uh, and blessed us with a little douce. You know, in the blessing business. Even though he, so he put me on say. blast when he said, so much thank you to the friend zone on. for coming to my live show, except Franny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. I and his died. live show was lit. He and so, Asante, Fran, and myself, but more so really me and Asante. <laughs> 
our drinking douce getting lit in the studio tonight. So forgive a nigga <laughs> for your criticism, nigga. My for cup the, is getting bigger. For the slurs. Okay, probably looking for a little for the homies who ain't here. <laughs> anyway, pause for the cause, y'all. We got to interrupt this thing right here to let you know that Bevel, okay, is the first and only shaving system designed for men with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin, a.k.a. niggas. Clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. There is a reason why 9 out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after month, and I am one of those 9 of the 10 that comes back month after month. I use Bevel myself. It's the best shaving system ever. It's really sexy in the aesthetic. It's smooth and chrome and heavy and good quality, and people will think that you know what you're talking about when they see it in your bathroom. Hint, hint. Hot, hot. Okay. Up to 80% of black men and women struggle with razor bumps. Did you know that? Of course you did, because you look at the back of everybody's neck just like I do. And up to 30% of all men and women, don't front, okay, encounter razor bumps as well. The bevel razor uses a single blade, which cuts hair above the skin, not beneath, so you can avoid those painful ingrown hairs and, a.k.a., fly above all the haters. Created by Tristan Walker, a powerful young black entrepreneur that saw a void in the health and beauty market and said, you know what? I'm finna fill it. His goal is to make healthy and beauty simple products for people of color. You followed the point. It made enough sense. Go to getbevel.com today. Enter code friendzonefree at the end to get your first month of products from Bevel Shaving System for free. Again, that's friendzonefree. That's your code. Let's get back to the show. So today's icebreaker, okay? It comes to us, it was an email. Normally we say the emails for the asking for a friend portion of the show, but this one fit more into the icebreaker segment. So we adjusted. So y'all submitted. We picked the, the women email. and roll with it. We like okay? when y'all email the icebreakers. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, just a quick disclaimer. I've gotten a, people, I've gotten a few people saying they were frustrated because I didn't respond to their emails. I don't read the friend zone emails, so I, just have to I, say that. Yeah, I read the friend zone emails, and if you have sent an email to friend or Dustin or myself, normally I have just said, oh, well, if they want this email it would get sent to the proper channel yeah so if you want to email me e- you have a question for me that may not have anything with the friend zone you can send it at fran at heyfranhey.com but i don't read the friend zone emails because right. it's kind of overwhelming for me to juggle two inboxes and asante does an amazing job at keeping us posted i, so. I really try so if you have a if you have if you want to hit one of them up respectively hit them up respectively via the twitter yeah, or their on email, specific email you can that email way me I can get at back to you. dustin d-u-s-t-i-n ross r-o-s-s said s-a-i-d at gmail.com. Yeah. Gmail is very self-explanatory. I'm not spelling that out. <laughs> so you can email me at DustinRonsette at gmail.com if you have anything that you want to send me. Yeah, if you have more specifics because yeah. that way Asante doesn't have to deal with right. people getting mad at us. It literally all comes to my phone and I'm right. so sorry if you have been And it's a lot to juggle. Really. Trying to it's get friends to so tell you why. So you want why. us to do things if you have things, if you have opportunities for any of the three of us individually or collectively, mm-hmm. whatever, you can reach out to us at our individual email accounts or you can send a group email to the friends on it at loudspeakersnetwork.com and that will give you a better chance of your email being seen so that you don't send friend a message that I would cuss you out for. <laughs> right. So And give us some time to go through the emails. You know, a lot of people will go on ahead and hit that resend button. Which Big is, old red letters! So I missed some things. So give us some time to just kind of go through the emails unless you are spam. If you are spam, you have been ignored accordingly. If you do not know that you are spam, I'm sorry, ask it for a friend. Or look a in the mirror. Email. Now, let me say this too. <laughs> um, and this is completely, you can't be any more off topic but it's something that i am excited about 
Gwen Stefani is going on tour, and guess who her opening act is? Eve. Eve. Oh, it's her opening Let act. Me well, yeah. Blow well, your they, mind. she said they're touring together, but clearly the only picture I saw on the fly was Gwen Stefani. So <laughs> right, she it's don't Gwen's know tour. Care. You know, oh, Eve wow. ain't even got no album. Out, I wonder what Eve's gonna perform. She's gonna perform her, her old hits, which I was sidebar. Awesome. I was at a day part. Oh, watch the friends don't come full circle. When the show first started, I told a story about a person who was really important to me that I had a disagreement with and I didn't know how to interpret it, right? That was like our first or second episode. Mm -hmm. This Sunday, me and that person were at a day party together and the DJ did an Eve mix. How cool was that, right? So they they were playing all the old Eve music and I was just like, damn, I used to love these songs. So when I saw that tour announcement... wasn't she just on the Breakfast Club? She was. She's making her rounds She's doing press for Barbershop 3. Oh, Barbershop. Okay, got it. I thought maybe she was releasing a new project. Oh, drag my apple juice! Right. But to have that tour, (laughs) I just thought the nostalgia of that, like seeing them perform, let let me blow your mind. It just is really cool. So I think I'm going to go on a date to that concert. I'm not going to lie. I wish they would bring back Eve's show even though it wasn't a Eve related, like her name was Shelly. I like Eve. And the clothing line was I like Eve as an actress. I like Eve as a musician. I like everything about yeah. Eve. Eve was Eve was, Eve was really cool. one of those that was missed. Really stylish. Really, yeah. you know, open perspective. Like yeah. she just, she's a she. I just think she's fair. But I understand I you like got your man Pitbull girl. So do yeah, married a month. She just did it all right and, and got her teeth fixed and there was <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Because she told y'all to drop to drop your glasses and shake your asses. All right, and meant it. And meant it. And did it. And did it. And married that millionaire. Moving forward. <laughs> uh, so today's icebreaker came from our email, uh, and the email is titled, Help Me Be Adultier, which I thought was so endearing. Mm-hmm. The email says, I know this is a goofy question, which is exactly why I went to icebreaker territory. It says, but I would love to know some staples that you all grab when going to the grocery store every week. I just got my first apartment, and I'm trying to stop eating takeout every night. No. Much love from ATL. ATL, ho! I was just listening. <laughs> never mind. I don't know how ATL you are, so never mind. We'll save that. <laughs> well, um, grocery store shopping. So your, I thought this is a cool icebreaker. Your spice rack. I think that's like the most important building when you are adulting is mm-hmm. building of an adult spice rack. Well, there's certain things you're gonna need. Now let's call a thing a thing. <laughs> Everybody make chicken. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you make chicken, you're gonna need you some Lori seasoning salt. I've never used Lori. I'm gonna gift you some. <laughs> a big bottle from Costco. But I grew up on adobo. Or adobo, adobo. which right? I have learned. That's what I, grew I, on. I, I assimilated. It turned everything orange. <laughs> All right. Or the yeah. air you get the yellow one. There you go. So so you need you need some form of seasoning salt. You need you some onion powder. You need you some garlic powder. You some need you cumin. Some, you need some cumin for your tacos. You salt need you some kosher salt and regular salt. You need some coarse black pepper and regular ground black pepper. And if you're if you're uh, taking note of your health, Himalayan pink salt is the cleanest salt you could get. It's mm. amazing. I always wonder why that was the go-to. I buy the one with the umbrella. Because it's way cleaner. You Morton's. Must... <laughs> <laughs> How do I get the one with the umbrella? I didn't got it all my the life. The little yellow umbrella yeah. and the blue bottle. That's my mom. And, and come, up, come up in here with that generic shit if you want to. I ain't cooking with I'm that. I like everything spicy. A but as far as, but yeah, as far as groceries, like for me, I know, so predictable. I have to get quinoa. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love basmati rice and brown rice. Those are usually my go-to grains. Oh, so you got some curry powder in your thing too? Of course, of course, definitely. And then, um, I like my breakfast is usually a huge bowl of fresh fruit. Like I have to have fresh fruit in the morning. So you'll see me Those buying pineapples. <laughs> you'll see me buying um, <laughs> bananas, pineapples, strawberries, berries, and then I'll make you know steel cut oats and put, listen. 
right? Pit pause Oats. for the car. <laughs> That's another staple. Oh, that's another staple, rather. Oatmeal. oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, my aunt. And I love hard boiled eggs. Oh, me too. Ooh, I love hard boiled eggs. Which is, you know what's funny? I never liked eggs growing up. I used to always feel nauseous, but now as an adult, <laughs> I've like suddenly rediscovered them. Man, I was always doing hard boiled eggs to which water actually, evaporated. To, which actually is why I can't say I'm a vegan anymore because I eat eggs. That sort of changed my diet. Now I just say I'm a plant based eater, but. Yeah, eggs, eggs, fresh fruit, and steel-cut oats is my usual breakfast. And then for lunch, I usually make a huge salad. Um, I'll buy, like, baby spinach. You know, you can get, like, the little... Um, I was going to ask you, do you grow your own lettuce? Because I know you got plants in your no, house. I no, wish. I'd be fly <laughs> if I had a freaking garden. Arugula. Right? <laughs> like, oh, but I'll buy spinach. my like, box of baby spinach, and I'll put, like, raisins. <laughs> from your little farm in your house. I'll put, like, raisins, chickpeas. I'll cut up some celery, some tomatoes. Um, What else? Some avocado on it. Just a really big, luscious salad. And then for dinner, that's where the quinoa comes in with some, like, really dopely seasoned black beans or kidney beans. Oh, wow. I sounds... thought quinoa was, like, a sex toy. And I'm not even trying to be funny. What's Did them balls really? called? Aren't they called quinoa balls ben or something? Or ben 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 balls. <laughs> I thought I just thought so sex toys when you said quinoa. My bad. <laughs> now, we make breakfast a little bit different in my household. What do y'all you know? eat? First of all, you got to have some pancake mix. Now, I Aww. like to make my pancakes from scratch. You but, put a little cinnamon in your pancakes? Well, I have done that. But another tip that a lot of people don't know which I'm not going to tell. I just thought about that because, How you take it because back? this makes my pancakes better than other people. So Ugh. why in the hell would I tell everybody that's listening? So never mind. <laughs> I'm a waffle um, kind of but yes, you got to have you some pancake mix. You got to mm. have you some motherfucking eggs. No, I've never really been into pancakes. Oh, I'm going to make you. Well, you ain't going to eat them because I make them like real nigga way. What do you put in it? I'll bacon tell you bits. later. No, but speaking of bacon, <laughs> this tip I will share. When you're cooking your bacon breakfast, <laughs> when you're cooking your breakfast, if you make bacon or whatever, Save the grease, the bacon grease, and use that to coat the skillet. When you make your scrambled eggs, you scramble your eggs in the bacon grease. It makes them really good. That's just a little black breakfast tip okay. for everybody that's listening. My mom does that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you put a little butter in there with it, a little salt, pepper, you know, make your eggs right. Right. Back when I lived in Atlanta and I had a real-ass apartment, I used to go grocery shopping. And since you're from the ATL... What would you get? I used to go to either the K. Roger, aka Kroger, or Publix, and I used to stock up on some shit. So if you're in the if you're in the Kroger because you're in Atlanta, you're gonna make sure you go down aisle two right. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I've always been waffles versus pancakes. Anybody that cares, I've never really cared for either one. Really, waffles, Ooh. pancakes. I pancakes love are waffles. Like a, a part of my existence. It no. makes me so excited. I, I do National Pancake Day. I have really? every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, I eat it like good. if it's it's not a thing I'm like repulsed by, but it's not my first choice. <laughs> Oh, I, I see now. I love not for a good waffle, foods. and it's not like you know I'm up north, so I don't get a good waffle. I can barely find some good grits, but like in oh my god, grits! Oh, and grits! You know, my shout mommy out to Waffle grits. House. When I make it, I'm putting a Waffle House in the north. Okay, there's gonna be one on 125th somewhere or something. Anyway, my stepdad is from South Carolina, so he we stayed oh. with some listening to Motown and eating grits on a Saturday oh. morning. <laughs> well, what, what he used to put his grits in? He used to make them uh, salty. Did he make cheese sweet. grits? Salty. Mm. Did he yeah. make cheese grits? Yes. Now it oh. takes a real kind of person to make some sweet grits because you don't have sweet no, grits. No, I don't remember eating sweet grits. Sweet grits is not salty. like a, a a common thing, but if 
right. you make it right, or if you, savory, as I know how to make sweet grits, and I, I do appreciate sweet. grits. I love sweet like, grits. I know how to make them. cheese grits and sweet grits. Will you yes. put cinnamon sticks in it? Well, not sticks. You just use you know friends. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, like cream of wheat. Like now, if you have, see, I'm. And you know what? To answer your question, when I lived by myself, cream of wheat. Oh, you gotta start that. Listen, cream of wheat. You gotta start that. That's a hood classic. I to get lumps. You gotta, you gotta stand over that. And I start. love cream of wheat, and yeah. I wish you would bring me a bowl of cream of wheat with lumps. No, in it. I wish no. you would, cause I'm a. You gonna be We're the gonna new Al Green. I'm gonna throw that hot oh, right on top on. of you. Oh, it's gonna be all you? in your scalp and everything. Cause all you had to do was stand and stir, and it's nothing. That's all you had to do. Two to three minutes. What's your favorite snack? Snack. Ooh. I love seaweed. The sheets. Oh, you know yeah. what? Yeah. I love. Listen, the roasted the wasabi nori. seaweed. <gasps> I love wasabi. You know, I it. am so addicted. Trader Joe's has one in the green packet. I yo, I, I kid you not. I buy like maybe fifteen packs of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even exaggerating, and I will eat that. All I love day. seaweed. It's my favorite snack. I had it for the first time in like elementary school. What's oh your favorite snack, Asante? Uh, my favorite snack. Legal snack. <laughs> Damn. In New York. I don't just be <laughs> snacking on This is going to sound really terrible, but I, I love nuts. <laughs> like, Do you? Yes, I, I love me a good mixed bag, and I don't need the... And look, I don't need the nuts with the fruit in it. Just a good little mixed bag. You don't like the nuts with pineapple? <laughs> the dried pineapples? No, I don't No, know. the juicy the, pineapple. Dice pineapple. You know, dole. I like a little nut if it comes don't with Don't bring a, me no pineapple, pineapple that ain't dull either. Finish going. <laughs> Some shit you want the brand. No, I'm sorry. But listen, you you bad if you can cut me a fresh-ass pineapple. If you're like, you oh. just grab that one up there and you just cut it. I rem what you ever about, been on vacation about, when they throw it in the air and cut it with the knife? <laughs> and then you'd be normally you're on vacation, so you drunk, so it'd be lit. Like, oh my god! I was gonna you say, you just been at the Benihana? <laughs> they did that once in Benihana. Is Benny this a they, they threw it at the Benihana and cut the head off, <laughs> and then they throw it up and they cut it again. Like, oh shit! I'm going home. <laughs> oh, sp speaking of tax, tax said something really funny on Twitter about what how he say niggas will throw anything in a pineapple and be that like, that is, I died. That was so, I saw that people will throw anything in, in a, a pineapple, pineapple and, and call say, themselves a chef. This is it. Like I have made my five stars at the Lacordon blue and that's it <laughs> pineapple your, ramen noodles wait Dustin what's your favorite snack believe it or not like a, a Granny Smith apple or a Fuji really? apple yeah I like apples so healthy mm. and it's so stupid right apples and, always no. make my um, gums itch they make your mouth I think it's itch, what yeah. you know what they spray it with like the pesticides I don't see, know see walnuts and shit they make my mouth itch so I stay away from nuts mm, I oh, like nuts I love nuts sunflower <laughs> seeds and, and almonds sunflower seeds mm. I even I even more recently like pumpkin seeds I ain't like them at first oh. But they're not that bad. We used to call this is so stupid. We used to call like I called this girl a pistachio on Twitter the other day. Me and shout out to my girl Cleverly Chloe. Shout out to Chloe. Me and Chloe had posted a picture. Y'all was tag team hoes again? No, not this time. Again, I overreacted. So I posted a picture of me and my friend Chloe, and the girl said we look like a ghetto, like first lady and pastor or something. So I looked at her. The two and wrong I was people like, to mess I said, with. you look like a, she had like a, um, her, you know, I, I just felt like <laughs> she looked like if you turn a pistachio vertically and it's like the line is down the middle, she looked like that. And so I told her that. No, I saw Dustin tell someone, no, did I'm you not going to mess said? with you because you look like you do spells. Oh, she did. Yo, I fuck with her. And she I, never responded either. But I clicked on her picture and I was like, she, I she, am done with she this She looked dude. like she had a chicken foot boil and then she, friend, I told you. She, I, she was part of the brew area. I said, I said, I said, okay. Okay, okay, I know. I said, I said, I know what not to do. But I cannot. So the with girl Dustin was Chloe's Ross. friend, though. 
Oh, and Chloe, so Chloe jumped right in. No. Chloe jumped right in, like no. laughing my ass off. Dustin, she cool. That's my girl. So no. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry, you're so pretty. And she's like, Don't be trying to Dustin Luther King me now. Nah. Dustin like, oh, Luther man. King. So shout out to her because she really was pretty. But I just had to find <laughs> something, you know. Um, okay, so cool. So are we done with this shit? We are done. We're going to go ahead and move right on. Oh, wait, and juices. Raw cranberry juice for vaginal health. So it is cranberry for the. If you want a sweet, let me stop sounding like plies. No, go ahead, go ahead. Since we have the Ritz Carlton, y'all know the rest. Wait, okay, wait. So what? What about for the men? Since we've been talking about the diced pineapple, is that why you ended with the cranberry juice? Just eat a lot of fruit and drink a lot of water. Cut it. it. For the for the for the men's and the women's. Everybody. What's your preferred? What's the what's the preferred fruit selection? The fruit choice. Like if okay, so let's say it's, just ask the question you want. Ladies ask. eat a lot of. It's Fran. Fruit. You, you're in the grocery store aisle. You know you raw got a, cranberries and raw cranberries. You juice. know you got a sexy date. What later. did it do to your thing? It just makes it what special. What did it do to your okay. thing? Okay. <laughs> I mean that's what I want to know. It you makes know it I'm, actually, I'm, it I'm, makes I'm speaking on behalf sparkly. of. I'm speaking on behalf of the people. Are you sure you haven't been drinking that deuce over there? Okay. I told you. Drinking that do side, tell them what make y'all. Because listen, this is for you. I mean, honestly, it was an even <laughs> that like. That bottle is gone. Look at that thing. Shout out to do side. They I got know that was possible. <laughs> They're not even sponsoring this episode, but they might as well. No, okay, so, Fran, right, this is great. What can we do? What should we be ingesting? Just eating a lot of fresh fruit. Okay. Fruit? It got to yeah. be fruit. So, if I eat a lot of kiwi, I'm telling you, just do it. Eat when a lot people of fruit. say eat healthy, it, it, there are pros. What's to the it. quickest acting fruit? Cause when <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't say the quickest. I, mean, I just want to. If you're in a pinch. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, drink raw cranberry juice. It's not hot. It's it's a little bit difficult if you're not it. used to it because it's like so bitter. Can I cut it with club soda? <laughs> and a little lime. Yeah, 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 totally. And it it trust me. What about makes Patron? No, Justin, you're gonna what taste toxic. Say? Right. What about <laughs> Doucet? Oh uh, damn! Wait, so the Doucet takes away? <laughs> Y'all, let's get to these listener letters. Oh, let me throw. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to get the douce on my sister. Oh, damn. Y'all are so silly. So what's this week's emails about? Well, well as per usual. As I try to get us away from this right. conversation. As per usual, don't forget to email us. <laughs> as per usual. At loudspeakersnetwork.com. That's T-H-E, friendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Okay, some of y'all forgot the, the, or we the. We actually only have time for one email today. Oh, damn, we only got time over. for one? Yeah. Well, okay, that's good, because the other it. one I was iffy about anyway. <laughs> Busted. We're going to switch it up and have Dustin do it this week. So this is a really interesting email. Um, I think that it'll be great to see how we feel about it, so I'm going to go ahead and read it now. Mm-hmm. Give it to the people. This email is titled, Love the Show, But What Do I Do? Oh, damn. I love your show and what you do. I've only recently started actively treating my depression and anxiety, and it's so lovely to have such a positive yet still balanced with that no bullshit vibe that I love. Yay. Podcast Yay. to listen you to and learn you. from. Thank love you. I also love that you often broaden the show to include stuff like what's going on in Flint at the moment and other social justice issues and current events. So thank you to this writer for paying attention and understanding the work that we really do. Thank we, you. we laugh, we talk shit, but we really are here to do some work, and when it connects, it's the most... Gratifying. Thank you for this. Thank you. Now, however, there is one problem with my listening experience. Oh, shit. I am white. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I am white. I am white. Oh, wow. Oh, hey there. So white. White enough, you have to squint at me in direct sunlight. I'm so (laughs) blinding. 
Wow, what? okay. I turn up. <laughs> Way to transfer. I turn up 30 minutes late with Starbucks. I wear Ugg boots outside and sneakers with jeans. Nice. Mm. I get sunburn at night and freckle in the shade. I could crack jokes about my melanin, my melanin levels all day. But to get back to the point, I'm very aware that this podcast is a black space. Am I, the white person, invading that space? Is it okay for me to keep listening? Like I said, I love what you do. Not that you need my approval. And Lord knows I'm not asking you to change anything to make not black people more comfortable. Although I doubt Dustin would let that fly in any case. (laughs) (laughs) I will bugger off if that's what's best. Thank you again for what you do. Keep on keeping on. Right. No, I think... This show is for everyone. It's for if anything, it's an insight into the black experience. But I think it's for everyone. I would never be like, "Yeah, you're white. Don't listen." Right. You know. I think yeah. it's. I think it's beautiful that you listen and you connect. Um, for me, as a black person, I do like to be. I don't want to say that I want to be a figure, but I just like to be, you know, black and regular. Like black is a part of who I am, and that's part of my identity. But it's not the forefront of what I'm trying to do. So the fact that you can listen to our show and resonate, and you've been here this long, or maybe you just started and you. Been fucking with it. I mean, this is for you. It's not against you because you're white. I love white people. I love, I love everybody. I, I try to be an equal opportunity employee, employer. <laughs> I try to be equal opportunity just in any aspect, honestly. It's just really, if you fucking with me, then I'm fucking with you. But if you're going against me, I'm not really fucking with you. And that's really the black I mean, that's line. what it comes down to. If you like the show and it resonates and you feel the information is valuable... If we make you laugh, if we make you roll your eyes, if we make you question shit, that's really what it's for. It really doesn't matter where you're from. The friend zone. The only part it doesn't connect with is if you don't like the show, then don't listen. Those are literally the only people that I would say should tune out. You know, if you have such problems with our respective brands or you find the show awful, don't hate listen. Like like we said earlier, go create something that you think is better, you know, but... We are enjoying what we're doing, and if you're enjoying listening, then that means it was meant for you. Yeah, I for me, I, I noticed that you said that. First of all, thank you so much for writing in. Thank you. Thank and you. even bringing that question to the forefront. That's a prime example of what I was discussing last week when I talked about how your presentation and delivery is everything, right? This podcast, I noticed that you wrote in your email that this podcast was a black space. For me, it is not. We happen to be three people who do the, who host this podcast, and we're all black. But I don't feel like this is a black space as far as our listening audience is concerned. Anybody who, as you just stated so eloquently, Fran, anybody who understands our respective brands, anyone who understands the vision of why we even created this show, anybody who understands the impact and the the need, the necessity for the type of work that we set out to do with this show, that's who this show is for and that's who our listening audience is. Whether you're white, black, purple which i have seen some niggas that's almost purple like whatever you know whatever color you are this space is this space is for you i for me the way that i live my life and the way that things go about you know in my day-to-day interactions and and goings on you know what i'm saying race is only an issue for me when race is an issue Mm -hmm. i don't approach a situation and say okay you know we're creating this project and it's only for black listeners absolutely not we don't just crack jokes that only black people get we may crack jokes about the black experience, but you'll understand that that's our experience and it'll still be funny to you. The right. topics, the work that we do here, the 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 
methods and the strategies that we set out for people to improve their mental well-being that's universal right. it's not a black a black method or a white method so i'm grateful that we have a very diverse audience we get you know letters from all over the world literally of people who listen so thank you please keep listening please yeah. understand that this is for everyone yeah and for me i'd say this show is at least i can only speak for myself i will say it's pro black because i think we mm -hmm. are not um, embraced and praised and pushed in other fields as we should be. So, yes, we will always be pro-black and push small black businesses and speak of awesome black topics and yes. just things that will keep us pushing and motivated and inspired and being great. But being pro-black is not anti-white. Uh, say that one more time. Give right. it to him. Give it so to him. So that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes, we while we are you know, enjoying our experiences and creating a space for us to enjoy our experiences. That doesn't mean that it's anti-anything. But yes, pro-black. Unless we're talking about Rihanna's album, Anti, because it's the shit. And I love Rihanna's <laughs> album, Anti, is so good. And Higher is one of my favorite songs. I'm still listening to that album. It's still probably the only Rihanna album I've ever been this into. I like Loud. Loud, loud is the oh, shit. Loud is one of my holy grails. I just signed up to Title this week. Title? So. Let me right? tell you something. So now I'm I've been like obsessed with everything. <laughs> Title will you. make you listen to Are you trying to, to the hi-fi or... I didn't know I the difference. Okay. Yeah. Get the so there's fi. a difference. Well, you know you I'm think? a nigga, so I was gonna get the best one. Like, you know, so like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, should I? I got the high five, but yeah. I was like, is there really a difference? Yes, get the high five. You it's better quality. When I, when I buy my sound bar, I'm getting the high five, but okay. that's when Beyonce dropped her album too. Right. So. Lemonade, lemonade. <laughs> it's all, I'm gonna be in formation for it. Yeah. So speaking of pro black, what's this week's small black business? Shout out Asante. I am so glad that you decided to ask me that question. Um, we were hanging out this uh past weekend with Oh, girl. Shout out to Diamond. My girl, my sis, Diamond. <laughs> What's up, baby? Shout out to Diamond from this season of the Bad Girls Club. Oh, Ooh. I did meet her. Yes. She was so nice. Super sweet, super. Shout this out one of the best people. to fucking Diamond. She cracked me up because she was like, I know I'm on Bad Girls Club, <laughs> but trust me, I love... You know, she was like, I love everything you're about. I'm yeah. healthy, too. Yeah. She's such a sweetheart. She was really cool. It's just, it's just always dope to meet people, like, being fucking people. So, yeah. if you know, just that. But um, Diamond was wearing a dope-ass hat that had three X's on. And I was like, Diamond, what the fuck you got on? Mm -hmm. And it's called uh, Rejected Society uh, X3. That's the name of the Instagram. I'll make sure you guys get the link. But uh, basically, they're tackling every letter of LGBT through fashion, art, and entertainment. We refuse to be labeled. But if you're into the whole dad cap phase... Um, dad cap. Because it's the thing now. Thanks, Bryson. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Bryson. Tell her who's going to be wrong. That song he got called, five, is it 504 Turn Up or 502 Come Up or some shit? It, 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 it's something come up. But that yes. is the jam. No, listen, the whole album. Wait a minute, because like everybody Rambo, was listening to Bryson Tiller and on this Bryson Tiller train, whatever, and I was like, okay. But I, that shit shuffle. On that album? Yes. Oh, on I, that, gotta, I have on the that album, song. but yeah. I haven't really you've heard it. You through. know you've heard it, but it, it, it's, it's, it's actually good, but I don't care about him seeing him live. I'm not going to make y'all go do that. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> the brand is called Rejected, Rejected Society X3. Um, I'll make sure you guys get the information. It's www.rejectedsociety.com. They've got really, really cool hats and apparel. I'm only doing a lot of apparel because we're coming up on summer, and it's unisex, so it's really, really good. It's really good to give you guys some things that you can buy if you're interested in buying. So I'm going to be looking crazy all summer 16. <laughs> We're trying to give you some options and shit. Trying to give you all some options. So I gave you all some shirts last week, some hats this week. Um, Again, if you have something that you want to feature or you want us to feature, go ahead and send it into the friend zone at, at loudspeakersnetwork.com. 
if you have sent in already, I do have you. We're just making notes and we're just kind of going through as we go through. So just know that that's happening. Um, as we move out of the Black Business of the Week, do you guys have some church announcements that you guys want to feature? Because No, I don't, but, you know, I think that's it. So I'm ready to close the door and turn around. What about you, friend? Are you going to be showing up anywhere this weekend or this week? Um, No, it's too early to say. But next, next episode, I'll be able to say where I'm having an event. So that'll be exciting. So make sure you keep your eyes on HeyFriendHey.com. Especially since the website is new. So make sure you visit remodeled. that. Thank Catch you. up on all of your Hey Friend Hey coursework, your natural coursework. coursework. Yes. Yeah, videos. Look, before we used I to do the that. show, before we used to you do the show, do you remember I used to tweet you? I used to tweet Friend like randomly by catching coursework. up on my coursework at Hey Friend Hey. Because that bitch you. was always onto something. But um, if you are looking for something cool and classy to do this weekend, I will be in Brooklyn. I'm not hosting anything. Thing, but in case you just want to like stalk me, you'll be or in find Brooklyn. Me, I'm gonna be in Brooklyn at the uh, at BAM, uh, BAM's Rose Cinemas. Oh my god, I haven't been to BAM in years. Okay, well, you need to come on Saturday at 4 30. They're doing a short film program, or they're doing a whole film festival. It's actually going on for a while. I think it's going from Thursday on. Oh, and the weather's nice. The weather this is, is nice. Time as to hell. go to Brooklyn, y'all. But um, time to go to brunch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you go to BAM.org, um, they're going to be doing tickets for it. But at BAM Row Cinemas on Saturday, they're going to be doing short film program one. And that is going to be featuring my homegirl, Amy. She oh, has a cute. short film. I'm, I'm going to try to go. It's my birthday on Sunday. It is your birthday on Sunday. Yeah. And let me just go on. Let's just go on and do it right now. You ready? Because they need it because there won't be no new episode. <laughs> like, period. Love you so much, friend. You oh, got so much joy and, and, and insight into my life and balance. Really? You understand me and, and you allow me to just be dusting. Oh. And, and you just make me so much better. Thank and you. Listen, I just I love you so much, and I appreciate you so much. I love and you more. The happiest of birthdays. Thank to you. you. Listen, let me finish this church announcement. I'm gonna be at BAM on Saturday, 4:30, short film program one, BAM.org. If you're interested, and because to wrap up Dustin's point, because I can't do it no it's more. It's friend's <laughs> birthday on Sunday. Happy fucking birthday to friends. For real. <laughs> to one of the baddest bitches uh-huh. that I know. Not because you're a female, but because you are one Tenacious. of the alphas and the omegas. Because you <laughs> yes. have to be a bitch to say that you are bad. <laughs> like, Fran, you have honestly changed my life. Not through this podcast, but through this podcast, you have given me some shit. But before that, before, like, ultimately, you have been around. Even from that day, Dustin always remembers meeting you. But I honestly remember... I'll never forget listen, that. Listen, I remember y'all connecting. And I remember you had on that jersey, and yep. we were out there at Union Square. Yep. And a friend walked up, and when y'all were introduced, a friend was like, good to meet you, or great to meet you. And you was like, you already get it. And y'all dapped up, and she laughed. I from swear that moment to God, on, I was like... Because I had already been watching. You had been. Let me just drink because you're about to make me get Listen. me in my feelings. You know I'm emotional right now. You had already been like YouTube goddess to me. Like, you oh know, my goodness. I did YouTube videos not on a, a grand scale, but you had been YouTube goddess. Like, you were YouTube goals. It was like, damn, look at Fran out there changing people's lives. Like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my brand to change people's lives. And once I figured out my brand is just bullshit, which is not a bad Stop, thing. Stop it. Is not, not. In, not in bullshit, but it's like, I like to have a good ass time in a different <laughs> way. You like to save lives in a good ass way. And you have changed my life, and I know you changed Dustin's life. Like yes, you, have you have come through, and people listening to this show, you have changed our lives collectively. Yes, you have. You will come to me afterwards, or you, you come to us and be like, you know, was that okay? Was my 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 wellness segment, bitch? I got fucking. <laughs> 
my Netflix and chill privileges revoked. <laughs> That's how good your shit be because I will still argue and be like, you have to do this because Fran said it. And oh, it's not I because... Love y'all so and you much. win the argument with that. My thing is this, right? Come on. This show came through... The, the gestational period of this show coming to fruition was crazy. It went through several different interpretations. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when when you came into this madness, everything just fell into place. It did. Mm-hmm. Everything fell you into place. You were the place. harmony. That's what we needed. And so I am eternally grateful. And beyond that, we are really friends. Right. And this ain't just about this show. So I love you. I'm just happy birthday. Yeah, we turn it up. Get what you want and just... I can't wait to just take you into all of the debauchery on your birthday. <laughs> like, Listen... I'm so excited. Listen, my, I'm wearing my Citrine today, and we, I see. we didn't get no check from it. <laughs> but just know that before I gave you your check, I had your check sitting in my room with the Citrine on top. I was like, oh, all right, we need, we need Fran to be paid. Because it needs to is clear. Paid, listen, listen, I said, I said, if Fran is paid, she making sure that we paid. And I'm not just talking about me and Dustin. Everyone listening, Fran is making sure that you're paid. And I'm not talking about your bills. I'm talking about your wellness. I'm talking about your, your mental health. I'm Hello, talking about somebody. your every day. Friend, you will I appreciate. I what I appreciate the most about y'all is you guys have made me fearless. You know, because I am so concerned with you know people, and there's a beauty in that. Like I want people to be happy, but I've lost a lot of myself in being such a catering person because mm-hmm. I'm non-confrontational. I want everyone to feel safe and warm, but being around the two of you has really showed me the power of being assertive in who you are and not being fearful of being liked or not liked and something I've always struggled with. Not saying that I needed the validation as much, but I just really have this thing with people feeling safe around me. Bless your heart. Which is why, like, when people are mad at me or think, you know, I said something out of pocket, it affects me because I don't want... It affects me more so because I just don't want that person to feel bad in my presence. It's just something that I struggle with. But in struggling with that, I've tried to find my balance and being like, Fran, you have to be who you are. And I love Dustin because you are just the black bottom line. Like, <laughs> you can't be changed. You are who you are. And it has rubbed off on me. I love it. It makes me feel stronger and happier. And I'm just so thankful that as scared as I was to be a part of the show, it has changed my life in a lot of ways. And it sounds... <laughs> Because I'm full. I hate everybody. Like, oh, my God. I want and you to Asante, cry. Like, okay, wait. I don't need a turn. No, but listen. Uh, no. And even uh. just with you, like, you're so pure and you're so honest with the fact that you don't know everything. And you're trying to figure it out. And you have this vulnerability that you've struggled with. You know, should I show it? Should I not? But it, it's just who you are. And you're so... You're just so who you are. You know what I mean? But and you I are love so you who you that. are. That's why, look, you inspire, you don't even realize from, I can see changes in Dustin and I can see changes in myself and I know it's because of you. Oh, I appreciate you. So, so happy fucking birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I hope that it's an awesome one. I can't wait to turn up with you on your actual birthday. I love y'all so much. And we, <sighs> we love you. <laughs> We're all here watery eyed. Look, but this is how y'all know the love on the show is very real. The love we have for each other, the we love no we gr- have for those of you listening. Like, we just want to all be better. We do. And we're not going to be perfect. We're not always going to say the right things. We're not always going to make you feel say. good. We might trigger you. Dustin's we might just make a I mess. Just, but like, we love you. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying we to be great. We we're trying to episode. create. We do because when <laughs> we you meet people episode. at a certain point, you meet people at a certain point in your life. And yes. I'm at, I was at a place where I was open to 
really figuring out and nailing down what it meant to be Dustin. Mm. I was. And so you just came at the perfect time. You have no idea. Well, and so I'm, I'm just, I just, just happy birthday, baby. Enjoy Thank your you. day. Thank you. I am your brother. I will fight a nigga in the streets for you for the rest <laughs> of my life without question. I told you one time. People don't know this, but I told friend like, just so you know, if we ever even fall out, which obviously will never fucking happen, right. but if we did, I still will whoop their ass in the middle of the street, <laughs> get you up and be like, you all right? And just still not talk to you. <laughs> but I'm going to help you. You know what I'm saying? And that's that brother-sister shit. Yes, we connected from day one, and I'm just super, super grateful because the things that you do for us, you didn't even have to you do. Didn't. You, yeah. you didn't. You did it. And you did and, it and you don't. you wanted to. And you don't. And, and don't you continue notice, to do friend. it. Like, you continue to do it. We, you did not have to be my friend. Duh, all you guys. All right, let's so, let's get on. Because <laughs> I, I could keep going. I'm sitting up here like because <laughs> niggas so, don't understand, and I am the realest of the real. Y'all listen. know I'm unapologetically honest, but you have to let people know who they are to you. You have to let people While know what they around. mean to you, and you have to just you just have to be grateful. I can't like be when you have an opportunity to let someone know how thankful you are for them, how grateful you are for their impact on your life. I think it's important that you do. And so we're always going to do that. So happy birthday. Happy and, birthday, friend. And I'm not going to let you, you steal birthday. my G like this. <laughs> Y'all are not. Your, not. your G is gone. Girl, because I it love her. Gone. as my sister, and man. I'm, like, I'm, look, I'm sitting up here holding Y'all on. Y'all don't know. D-Ross got a tear going down his face right now. <laughs> and they're all, all emotional. Look, I'm sitting up here like I'm not I'm Well, not listen, falling. if someone has grateful. impacted your life, if you have love in your life, even if you don't, just like, Put it out there. Be Show the them love. appreciation. Show them love. Tell people how they make you feel. So hopefully that's how we'll end the show. We love you guys Protect so much. Protect your black ass magic. better tweet, friend, happy birthday too, <laughs> or else I'm going to get you. I told you, be warned. Be warned, beware. No, I don't invade the comment section. That's y'all business, not mine. But if you I go do. in friends' comments <laughs> with that bullshit... Whenever, if, if she ever reveals anything that resembles vulnerability and y'all go in her comments with that bullshit, you got to deal with me. And I don't stop. And so, I go through the comments, so I send them to Dustin myself. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening, y'all. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you feel the love today. Shout, shout out your to magic. Tax for this do Shout out to Tax for this Shout out to Tax. Happy birthday Happy to birthday, friend. friend. Shout you. out to Loudspeakers Network. Shout, shout out to, to Bevel. Shout out to Loot Crate. Really buy the shit when we do them ads we do that because we believe in the product so we really do. use them codes and get your discount on right just i'm grateful shout out to everything good going on in everybody's life and i life just want to get good, more even when it's hard that's it love Praise you guys do say cheers <laughs> protect your magic and stay black or See you white guys bye y'all love y'all In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. 
Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.